Welcome to the Films I Love Most podcast. Keith! Yo, 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 Vader and Keith Andrew 2020s in the house. Sorry, did you think you were talking? Do you think I was Rishi doing that? (laughs) (laughs) You guys are like twins. (laughs) We are. We're yo, yo, yo twins. That's what we are. We're yo, yo twins. (laughs) How you doing, buddy? You good? I'm okay. How you doing? Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you so much for joining um, me on a Star Wars story today. I'm really, really grateful. Right. Oh no, I know. I, I I love all Star Wars. I mean, today is today is a rough one, but because it's Star Wars, I still love it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Trust, trust, uh, trust me to ask you to come onto the show when we're doing your least favorite Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have rather did the Christmas special. <laughs> Oh no! Really? You'd rather do the holiday special than do uh, solo? Uh, they're they're both rough. They're both rough to watch. But at least you got yeah. you got to be Arthur singing in the holiday special. That's true. Not not good singing, but it's a true story. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if you are new to um, our Star Wars story uh, watch-alongs then welcome for starters and uh, please welcome my host for this week um the amazing vader who has been on this show before uh, being my amazing co-host so you're not a, you're not a stranger to the uh, to the show but you are you are a little bit of a stranger to our watch along format so basically yeah. uh, if you have uh, the dvd the blu-ray if you're a physical media person or if you have uh, Disney Plus, which is um, a plus, if you have Disney Plus, um, then you can watch along. And today we're going to be watching Solo, and we're going to be talking about it. Vader is a encyclopedia on Star Wars, so not only are we going to be talking about the film, but uh, Vader, if if I may ask you, uh, can we go into um, maybe some of the other depictions of uh, Solo, maybe in the books or the comics? Maybe there's yes, some things yeah. here that that don't fit together. Maybe there's some things that liberties that the film take. Yeah, they take a lot. They take a lot of liberties. Now, for what it is, for what the movie is, if you look at it as just it's it's a as a Star Wars movie, like they call it, you know, it's just it's a Star Wars story. If you look at it as a Star Wars story, it's it's a great story. But mm-hmm. for for the nerd in me, the fanboy in me that you know grew up with what's now considered legends Han Solo it is it hurts but I mean I mean I I, I can't fault them for the movie the movie was the movie was good it just wasn't what I wanted I, they they should have let me write it <laughs> that, that would have made it better <laughs> the only problem is if they'd let you write it then we'd probably get a part epic wouldn't we would probably right. you, you wouldn't be able to cover everything in two and a half hours. It would be the solo trilogy. Yeah, <laughs> the solo the solo saga. Okay, yeah, that, well, um, 
Just, just oh, okay. let me know how you're, how you're watching it, Vader. How are you watching your um, solo today? Well, I'm I'm down on it still. That's why I'm I'm in a little bit of a pickle because I'm downloading oh, okay. it and it's and it's not it is still isn't finished. Oh, okay. How long have you got left? Uh, it's saying like twenty minutes, so I'm Ooh. I'm like hurting. Yeah. <laughs> well, what we can do, we can start the film and then we can just jump to uh, you can just jump to the point when it's uh, finished downloading. How does that sound? Okay, that can work. That'll work. Yeah. So we'll just uh, play, start the film. We can talk about a lot of the solo legend stuff, and then when it gets to the point of uh, your download finishing, um, I'll just give you a timestamp, and you can skip straight to it. How does that sound? Okay, that'll work. Perfect. You're you're doing this on purpose, so you can have to watch twenty minutes of the film, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I started oh, no, downloading this over an hour ago. And it's, uh, it's, usually, it's usually not this slow. <laughs> bloody Wi-Fi. Okie dokie. So, um, guys, if you are new to the show, um, welcome. If you uh, have been here before, you know the drill. Um, I'll give you a countdown from three to press play, and then we'll both all press play together. So just a reminder, we are watching. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Two. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. are we ready? Okay, you will last you for a second. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Are we ready, guys? So three, two, one, pressing play. Here we go. Lucasfilm Limited. So tell me of your experience of watching uh, Solo, Vader. Where did you watch it first? Oh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. It is a lawless time. We have a scroll here. Uh It's a lawless time. Uh, crime syndicates compete for resources, food, medicine, and hyperfuel. Hyperfuel is in capitals for some reason. No idea why. On the uh, the shipbuilding planet of uh, a Corellia, um, the foul Lady Proxima forces runaways into a life of crime in exchange for shelter and protection. Um, on the mean streets, a young man fights for survival but yearns to fly among the stars. Who wrote this? <laughs> and here we go lots of flashing so um yeah tell me sorry to cut you off in a minute but tell me uh about your experience of seeing solo for the first time uh, the first time i saw it at the theater uh me me and my two boys uh we took them saw we went and saw han solo and at the time it was it was epic I mean, it, it, oh, to, just just to see a young Han Solo running around, <laughs> it was it, it, oh, it was fantastic. And uh, after that's where that's where it kicked in. You know, they they changed a lot, which made it difficult to get through. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because uh, you know Han yeah. Solo. I mean, he had he has a, a, a he came from a pretty prominent family. And they they took all that away. So was this all the stuff that was talked about in Legends? Was yeah, that sort of thing that you learn. Okay, because didn't they also with Legends have a Han Solo line? Wasn't there a Han Solo line of of books that they released? That was uh, he like did, yeah there, yeah there was a couple of the Smugglers Run and uh they were there was like yeah he had he had 
he had his own. I mean, he was he was like he was as big as Luke. So yeah, he had his own a couple of books. Um, you know, they explored you know the the love affair because you know right after they didn't you know Luke. Uh, I'm sorry, Han and Leia didn't get married. You know, right after you know uh, Return of the Jedi and stuff. There was there was still some romancing that needed to be done. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, some romantic. Yeah, Listen to you, you <laughs> old romantic. Some romancing yeah. that needed to be done. Well, there's so ro- I, some I romantic. Tell everybody, <laughs> I tell everybody, Empire Strikes Back is probably the greatest lo- love story ever written. I'm just saying. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, um, we're we've just been introduced to Amelia Clark's character. Um, is it Kyra? Uh, that Han and uh, Kyra have obviously been through stuff. You know, there's a lot of um, sort of from the moment they get to get together on screen, you can see that they've had like shared life experience, and they quite like that. They fit together quite well. Um, you know, uh, Alien Enric and well, how do you pronounce his last name? Enric Rook. Enric Renrook. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the funnest Star Wars name. You, you can't pronounce half of them. Renrook, yeah. I mean, this is the guy's real name, not even a Star Wars name. <laughs> we just call him Han Solo. But yeah, so um, I think his on on screen chemistry with Amelia Clark is is really interesting in this film because obviously this is pre um, Leia, so there's some, you know, it's quite strange to see Han with somebody else. Yeah, in a romantic sense, knowing what's coming, and you know it's doomed because otherwise we wouldn't get Princess Leia and uh, Han Solo relationship. I also just want to say as well, very quickly before we go back to the legend stuff, um, what I'm loving already of watching this is uh, we're back to the tradition of practical effects being used in a Star Wars film. You know, we've got um, hardly any CGI in these opening sequences. All the aliens and characters around are, you know, practical effects, no CGI. And that's what I really love about these movies is they look really good because of that lack of CGI. You know, in the space battles, obviously, there's uh, they use it quite heavily. But when it actually comes to the creature features, I love the fact that they just use like puppetry and, you know, a lot of um, a lot of yeah, techniques looks, makes, which are dying, which are dying out. Yeah, yeah, the Jim Henson, Jim Henson's workshop. Ah, you gotta love it because they, yeah, they do everything perfect. There's they had they had a miss with uh with a uh, Yoda <laughs> a couple times, yes. but for the most part, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. I mean, Yoda in Empire Strikes Back's perfect, you know. I I think. I mean, but I do think that um, when they CGI'd Yoda in the uh, prequel trilogy, that was a crime. That just that yeah. did not do it for me at all. We spoke about that when we uh, when we watched the prequel trilogy about how rubbish uh, a CGI Yoda is. But um, in these opening sequences of Solo here, um, we're getting quite a lot of practical effects, which is really cool. And if there's one thing that um, a Star Wars film knows what to do, and that's build really great sets and, and great like characters and creatures. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to blow uh, the British trumpet, but um, a lot of um, of the Star Wars movies were filmed in England, and we have such good um, people that build the sets here are amazing because 
a lot of them come from the tradition of building sets for theatre, you know, as well as films. So they're used to, to building big, grand, you know, structures, which you can obviously see uh, in the Star Wars movies. Oh, 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 oh I'm, okay, I'm done. Where, where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, it's so the timestamp. We are at six minutes uh, and 45 seconds. Uh, if I pause, if I pause it at six forty-five, guys, we're just pausing for a second at six uh, minutes and forty-five seconds, and then when uh, Vader is ready, uh, we're going to hit play again. So please do hit play with us again. I know that a lot of you um, don't like it when we stop, but uh, it's not. Okay. At least it's not me this time. <laughs> usually, <laughs> I'm ready. Usually I'm around there. Usually me, it's me or, or Starburns Audio that, um, that have to stop it. But, okay, you ready? Three, two, one, and play. Here we go. Excellent. Yeah. So just a timestamp for you guys. We're replaying at six minutes, 50 seconds. And we've got Amelia Clark uh, and uh, Han Solo. Uh, being pursued in again the vehicles just look at these vehicles they look so good don't they i, I love that speeder i love that speeder i don't know if you've ever yeah. played uh the uh star wars game they have these they have speeders like this in the game and stuff and yeah these oh these are these are these are awesome what game is that uh star Which wars one? the old republic uh it's the, the oh, online the uh, yeah they, oh, yeah, okay. they have they have like uh, speeders and stuff that you can buy, and it's just like this. And yeah, it. I, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like a little kid again <laughs> every yeah. time I watch Star Wars. Yeah. That's what I like as well. You know, like um, you know, obviously they were on a lower budget when they were making the original trilogy, but there was some really iconic designs, and I love it when they bring them back, like that droid just then. You know, that, who was guarding the gates? That's the droid that was in. Um, the sand miner with the Jawas, you know, like little nods mm -hmm. back to the past. You know, each droid has their sort of place within the world. You know, I just love that. It, yeah, it, and I like it the, really. The, the, um, you can tell the aging that they've done, because uh, you know, like in the in the 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 sequel. I'm sorry, the the prequels. You know, everything was new and fresh and vibrant, and now you're seeing, mm. you know, this. Everything's grimy. You know, dirty and all beat up. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I think I, 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 the attention I think to detail is just amazing. Yeah, is that a representation? Do you think of you know in the prequel trilogy? You know, the the Jedi were in charge. Everything was bright and colorful and new. And then as soon as the Empire took over, we've got this dirty, grimy, you know, quite dark world. Do you think that's a representation of the fact? You know, we're looking at this. It doesn't look like that light is, um, you know. Yeah, the corruption. You're seeing the it? corruption. The corruption yeah. of the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're stuck. <laughs> and now they're stuck. I love this bit, yeah. Because you always think in a Star Wars film, they always, like, with the Millennium Falcon especially, squeezes through the tightest of gaps. And this is a bit like, oh, this is the one time we're not going to make it. <laughs> Just look at these No doubt put Puff onto a real dog and got the real dog to run around. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine, can't you? 
And also, we've like, um, this is a question that me and Starburns always sort of talk about. But um, I wonder if you could answer the question once and for all. Stormtroopers, are they clones? Uh, after, up, up until uh, the end of Revenge of the Sith, they were, you know, they were all, they were all clones. But after that, they, they began to phase them out afterwards. So, you know, he could eliminate, you know, all because, you know, they're, they have the short lifespan for one. And then, you know, uh, um, I think I mentioned something about it. They became, you know, he became kind of a, uh, he was kind of, he was a little speciest where uh, everybody around the emperor, he wanted uh, humans. So that's yeah. why he started recruiting and conscripting people into the stormtroopers. Ah, okay. That makes sense because it, it was, it's not very clear um, where the clones end and like the stormtroopers that we're used to from A New Hope uh, start, if that makes sense. Uh, in, in Legends, um, there was a, uh, I'm trying to remember this word, but there was a doctor that actually found a, uh, I guess, a cure to help the clones, you know, live a full life. Okay. So, um, so there were, if, if legends were still canon, there would still be some clones floating around. They did. Oh, the fat actually ended up becoming uh, susceptible to, you know, the aging process. And he had to go. He went on a little adventure to find uh, the last. Uh, uh, oh, I forget the 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 Moid, was it Nemoidian? The ones that, okay. that created the clones. They uh, he found the last one that had the the cure for the aging problem. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that oh, was wow. yeah yeah that was pretty epic. It was pretty epic. So yeah yeah, cool. yeah, yeah there, there cool. should be clones floating around, a handful of them. But I think they yeah. probably eliminated all that with this new canon. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, why do you think they decided not to go with um, with the legends? Why do you think that that they decided to completely jettison uh, all of that sort of um, material that they had? Because there was a lot of it, especially with the novels that came out uh, in the nineties that were a direct sequels to the original Star Wars trilogy. There's so much, a wealth of, of uh, material there. Why do you think that that wasn't uh, harvested? Well, I, honestly, I think they wanted, they, they wanted to contemporize Star Wars and they wanted to get rid of all, all everything that was, you know, George Lucas, that George Lucas had touched because they thought they were going to make it into a better product. And they did use some things uh, when making when making the sequels. At least they did use some things. They just changed it so much that it that, that it ruined the whole concept. Like you know, you yeah. can clearly see yeah. that you know uh, you know Kylo Ren and Rey are you know kind of represent you know Jason and Jaina. And you know what I'm saying if they if if they had just went that route, I think it would have been. A much better film. They could have still, they could have still found a way to kill off everybody like they wanted to, but it would have still made it a better film if they just, yeah. if they just followed Legends. I remember watching it in a cinema, and this sequence really made me laugh because when he's watching the screen and he's seeing the, uh, you know, the Empire needs you 
sort of uh, trailer on the screen. It's playing the da 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 da. So uh, that's like the theme tune to the Empire. That not just uh, for us watching the film, that brilliant score by John Williams, but it's actually they actually hear it in that world as well, which I think is really uh, actually quite neat, but very cheesy at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of cheese in this one. <laughs> a lot of cheese. <laughs> so uh, Han Solo is now about to sort of sign up. Uh, for the Empire, which um, did he ever do and this? I was, in, I, yes, I was so happy when this came. Game? When this part came, I was like, I said, I remember, I remember, I set up my seat, I grabbed my, I, <laughs> I grabbed my son's arm, and I'm like, <laughs> this is it. Oh my God! I'm thinking that you know they're actually about to, you know, try to follow Legends, and then yeah. they said, "What's your name?" <laughs> oh, oh yeah! Oh yes. Oh, oh, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it as as it's, as we're watching it. So, but <laughs> yeah, it, I, oh, I was really along and they <laughs> Yes. Um. So, we do we find out what his name was previously to this? I mean, uh, I think she mentioned this version. No. Called him Han. No. She calls him no, Han. I mean... But then when they are for his last name. Yeah, they never oh. his actual last name, and it. And I, I didn't like that because it kind of made it feel like I mean, is Han Solo even his real name, or did he just adopt? Yeah, well, that? he's well, he's obviously, and with his best friends, like in the future with, um, you know, Leia and Luke, um, he still refers to himself as Han Solo. So, in some way, he's sort of like leading a double life, like not being himself, you know, not even to his right. friends. I wonder if it ever told right. Leia. His children. His children. If Solo's not even his real last name, why why are you giving it to your to your kids? That's probably why Kylo went bad. I'm, yeah. I'm just... Ben Solo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is really a really bad last name. Maybe it's just like Smith. Han Smith. You know. My name is John Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Come on>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe it just really is a really bad last name, hence why he said Solo, because Han Solo, you know, does sound quite cool. But how he actually managed to get the name in this film is it's a little bit of a moment, isn't it? Oh, really? <laughs> what, a, what a load of old poop. But um, yeah. yeah, I love the sequences. You know, you've got. Um, you know, I, I love the sequence. You know, it, it feels like you're in a war. You know, what I mean, you've got Woody Harrelson here who's playing Beckett, a uh, really good choice for the character. Then you've got um, Teddy Newton, who's one of my uh, favorite actresses playing Val. Uh, and I love this sequence. It's dark, it's gritty. You know, it feels like we're in a war. And, uh, yeah. you know, this, this whole saga is called Star Wars. So this is the first time I think that we actually get to see proper sort of trench warfare going on in star wars rather than it being like glossy space battles or uh you know a fight going on in a in a beautiful you know snowy planet or you know on a on the end or you know this is like proper gritty dirty warfare which yeah. i don't think we've ever we've never seen this before have we really 
No, no, they've never actually they've never touched on any other fighting other than the infighting in in their their political structure. Mm-hmm. It's all it's it's all it was all you know Palpatine's scheme. Now who are who are they fighting? You know what I'm saying? How many how many people are still fighting against the Empire exactly. after the takeover? So yeah, I mean that's something that they can really explore. Absolutely. Um, we, me and uh, Starburns Audio did make an observation that only in the sort of last 10 minutes of uh, Revenge of the Sith did the technology go from bright and shiny. And in that last sequence, when Obi- um, Obi-Wan is talking to Yoda, all around them is um, 70s computers. It's really weird. You know, I, until you guys said that, I did not even notice it. <laughs> it, it, I swear, it completely surpassed. And you guys said that. I'm like, wait a minute. That is. Yeah. This is. I was like, wow. Okay. Okay. So, and then that makes you wonder how much time is passing and how fast and slow does technology <laughs> develop? Yeah. It's almost like the, um, at the at the end, George Lucas was like, oh, you know, we really need this to match up with the next film. What could I do? Oh, I know. I'll just shove an 80s computer in at the end. That'll be fine. Right. Not much thought. Yeah. But, um, I really like the way... Um, what do you think of his performance as Solo? I, I honestly like it. I, 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 he, he plays a really good Han Solo. I give it to him. I mean, he the acting, the acting in this, I, I got no complaints. The acting is... I mean, he makes me feel like I'm watching a young version of Han Solo, and yeah. and and I and I loved it. It's just the story is the only thing I have any problem with because I and, now, I, and I think they even now, they know they messed up. Yeah, well, actually, I'm just, I've said this before, and I I think where they really messed up with uh, the Solo movie was not having it um, as a Christmas release because it was released in May. Um, yes, I believe yep. it wasn't a Christmas release, so therefore that Christmas we didn't have a Star Wars film. And yep. uh, for me personally, you know, since um, the Force Awakens, you know, it's been a tradition of going to the cinema, you know, on Christmas Eve and watching a Star Wars movie with my family. So when it comes to um, them making the choice to release Solo in sort of the beginning of the summer, it's just a bit really odd choice. I thought. What did you think? Yeah, I, I I didn't like that, and it and that told me. But I mean, I knew everything. Off, they were having a lot of problems in production with the original directors, and then having to switch, you know, more than halfway through. But I th- it was like they they released it in May, uh, kind of like you know they didn't have high hopes for it. They didn't want to use that as a platform to to you know to build the Star Wars name. It was they yeah. made it. They knew they messed up. Uh, we got to release it, so we'll do it in May. You know, May 4th, that's usually around the time of the Star Wars celebration. So, we'll put it out there. It's just a, a little fun, a little fun movie. And that's how I look at it. It's, it's a fun little movie. And I'm not really sure I, I hold it as canon. Oh, you don't hold you don't hold this film as canon? Not really, no. no. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, yeah, so we've I think got they can go the, back um... and redo this. Interesting. 
So I'm just going to do a time check, guys. We are at 21 minutes and 25 seconds. Uh, we are doing a watch along here of Solo. Um, and we've just, we're just about to have, or we're having in the, the mists of uh, Han Solo meeting Chewbacca for the first time. Um, yes. What did you think of What did you think of this sequence? How did you, What did you think of um, uh, okay. how they handled the this, first meeting of Chewbacca and, and Han? This I like because I mean this they they follow canon. You know, um, Chewie was a slave, uh, being and he was being used to help build the build the Death Star, and you know they were going to kill a whole a whole bunch of Wookies, and. Uh, Han was like, nah, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I'm taking I'm Chewie with you. So he yeah, saves yeah. Chewie's life. And and so in this, they kind of followed the canon. Uh, just, I, I, I can't, I, I don't remember the book vividly, but I, I, it, I don't think it follows it that closely. Right. Okay. I did quite like the uh, the first meeting of them two. It's almost like you know, you wouldn't expect the first meeting of Chewbacca and Han Solo for them to be like opposing forces. You know that, like, oh, yeah. Chewie was meant Chewie was meant to kill um, Han Han at this point, but obviously that didn't um, play out. He rescued him in the end, and this is what we're seeing now. We're be- we're seeing uh, <laughs> we're, be- we're seeing Han being rescued very comically by uh, Chewie, and I love this as the building of a relationship. Yeah, you know what I mean, this is great I mean, stuff, I and it's just yeah, they yeah. had to do it like this. I, 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 I get it, but I mean, in like Legends, Han grew up. You know, he grew up with uh, with what he grew up a little with some of his life on, you know, Kashyyyk as a little kid. You know, so he already had like a he had a rapport with Wookies. He, you know, he spoke it and understood it. You know, from a young age. So I, I, that's yeah. a little. Yeah, a little crazy. Do you think they could, that could still sort of be canon because we haven't seen obviously his life before um, he was on that planet at the beginning? So maybe he did grow up with Wookiees. Maybe that that could be added into the canon. But uh, yeah, I'm loving all these sequences. It's quite dark for a Star Wars film, isn't it? You know, this is quite uh, you know very well. Very good production values, I think, on these sequences. You, you, like I said before, you do feel like you're in a war, which is uh, yeah. which is great. Love it, loving this. So, um, obviously, the ship design is really important in uh, Star Wars movies, and I always, I almost feel that um, the spaceship designs were better in the prequels, and then obviously we get back to the. Uh, original trilogy and the sort of a step, a step backwards on um, on good ship design. What do you think of the design in this film? Uh, I mean, it's, it it gives you that war that war torn feel, but yeah, I don't really like the designs as much. But you know, in the in the prequels, you know, everything was like was new, well taken care of. You know, what I'm saying they, and I think it was just. I, I think you know the the emperor just started hoarding everything, and that and that was a lot of the money he was instead of putting it in, you know, making stuff look good, he he put it in his own coffers. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. everything is just just run down, just like a normal politician, really. Exactly. But, 
Exactly. Welcome to welcome to a, a America, a Star Wars story. <laughs> America, a Star Wars story. That's so good. That's so good. So um, this is the first time that we don't have uh, Peter Mayju playing uh, Chewie. Uh, Chewie is played by Jonas uh, Sutamo in this film. Obviously, uh, Peter Mayju was probably a little bit too old to do a lot of the physical <laughs> stuff. Uh, do you think there's much difference in physicality? between um, Jonas and Peter's betrayal in as Chewie? I, I think, well, I think he moves better. I, I honestly say I like him better mm-hmm. as uh, as Chewie. Did. I mean, I love Peter Mayhew, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? In general, the 501st, but I, 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 I actually like this guy. He, he, he does a good thing. You know, he, makes, he brings Chewie alive. He was... Original Chewie was a little stiff, and you know, I think that's probably down to better costume design as well. Yeah, you know, like I can imagine that the very first Chewbacca costume was just like <laughs> an all-in-one suit with loads of hair stuck to it, and they, I, I right, suppose they is. probably made it a little bit more comfortable, especially seeing that yeah. Chewie has to do so much more in this film. You know, like jumping around and running along a bloody train and everything. So, um, yeah, I, I suppose they had to make the uh, the costume a lot more comfortable for the actor. And, yeah, the uh, other was probably like a giant wool suit that he he couldn't move in. He couldn't he couldn't really do anything. No, that's it. And um, Jonas uh, Satuma, Satamo, who plays Chewie in this film, um, was like maybe 20, 28, 29 when he played Chewie in this movie. So, you know, young lad, sprightly, top of his game. Right. Um, Whereas if you look at uh, set photos, does Peter Mayhew, who played the original Chewbacca, I don't think there's a single photo of him when he's not in costume without a cigarette in his hand. You know what I mean? He's a chain smoker. <laughs> hey, it was it was it was the eighties. It, it was it was the eighties. Yeah, it was the seventies, eighties. Yeah, I suppose. But that's so funny. But yeah, I suppose now these uh these young whippersnappers who are playing these characters are a lot more health conscious, and uh, you know, and they do workshops <laughs> as well. I can imagine they, they, they workshop it a lot as well now, you know, the characters and how characters move and walk. And, you know, I bet they have a whole department of uh, creature movement. Yeah. Where, the, you know, almost like uh, alien university <laughs> where they get to have to do a, a whole course of how to move and talk and walk like, a, like an alien. So, Whereas I think back in the 70s, they were just like, right, get on set and do it. <laughs> we ain't got time. We ain't got the money. <laughs> we were on a budget, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. they still they still brought everything to life. Everything to life. Even today, watching watching Star Wars, it's, it's, it takes you back to being a little kid because everything is just, I'm, I'm in another world. Oh, I completely mm-hmm. agree. And the... Um, you know, that sequence in the cantina when they first walk into the Mos Eisley cantina, I think is my favourite sequence in any Star Wars movie because as soon as that music kicks in, you know, like, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm I'm a kid again. 
love it. And, and, and I remember my mouth dropping when <laughs> when that <laughs> when that scene when I walked in and I'm seeing all these little aliens and stuff because you know, when I was a kid there wasn't no the aliens that I saw were just the Star Trek <laughs> and uh, Sigma yeah. Sea Monsters stuff like that. And, oh, <laughs> this was just something new. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you have to remember, and I, and I think that us, you know, like Star Wars fans from birth, have to remember as well. I know sometimes we can be a bit cynical, but this film, like Rogue One, this film, and the sequel trilogy are all going to be, you know, a lot of young people's first experiences of Star Wars. So they'll have that affection for these films as we did for the originals, which I think is really actually quite sweet, isn't it? It's quite a cute prospect. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, ob- obviously, they're, obviously they're wrong and they don't know anything, but that's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, as long as they're here, you know. But that's, that's why yeah. I like the prequels so much. Nobody likes the first one. I like I like episode one. I like episode one because it was something for the kids, and the kids got to actually grow up with Star Wars. And they, I, I, I loved it. I loved it. I don't see why people got a problem with that. <laughs> well, I would say that my, my problem with the original uh, episode one is the fact that the story, even though the visuals and the characters like Jar Jar and everything are okay for the kids, but the storyline is about trade negotiations and, oh, it's really complex. I don't think there's any kid going, Mummy, I understand this completely. Trade negotiations between planets. <laughs> it's like the EU, isn't it, Mummy? Shut up, I voted for Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the kids on the playground and stuff, and now they've, they've started little trade syndicate, syndicates in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bullies are now bounty hunters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This half of the playground can't trade with the other half of the playground. Correct. Due to an, embar- due to an embargo. Uh, you know, they just can't do it anymore. So One little yeah, kid, I'm... there's a teacher playing both sides against them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, what, so 1999. So I was 10 years old when... Uh, an, Phantom Menace came out and I remember going to watch it at the cinema and I did not have a clue about what the story was but I I did I remember quite enjoying the visuals even though I still hated Jar Jar like everybody else but um yeah this whole sequence that we're seeing at the moment uh in Solo if you're watching along with us just a very quick time check we are at 32 minutes and 15 seconds uh this is your typical uh Star Wars sort of you know uh, stormtroopers versus the heroes will they won't they you know they they've got to enact a plan uh the plan usually goes wrong and this plan here we're set on a train where they're trying to steal a train carriage and its contents and i, I quite like this sequence i, I think it looks great yeah yeah this you know, yeah, is yeah. mountains you know it, it looks like your um in the thick of the action. I, I love the production design on these newer films. I think they do look great. There's something about having that production uh, mixed with the fact that it is a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. Really like, and, makes and, me happy. Yeah, you, you, I swear it's like you're right there. <laughs> it's like you're right there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm loving, um, I'm, I'm loving Steady Newton's hair 
I'm so used to her with, um, you know, in police dramas and Westworld. You don't really get to see her in uh, this kind of uh, sort of rogue role. We're in the natural- and I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> Woody Harrelson, yes, you see him all the time in this kind of role. You know, like, can you... And, uh, now, how do you feel about him? Woody? How do you feel? I, I like, I love Woody Harrelson. Don't get me wrong. I grew up with him too, mm. but I, I don't know if I like him in this movie. Okay, He's so like I one think of those, that the problem is... Actors. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think the problem is that he might be a little bit too high caliber. In the fact right. that you're watching it and you're seeing Woody Harrelson, and therefore you're not completely taken out of the fact that you're watching Woody Harrelson, and therefore you can't get completely absorbed into the story and the action. Is that the kind of thing that you feel? That's yeah. That's exactly every every time I see Woody, I I, I always see no matter who he plays, he's always Woody from Cheers to me. <laughs> I hate to say. I hate to say, but he's always he's always gonna be with you for cheers. And I think what made what made the, the original Star Wars so good was nobody knew really who anybody was. Especially yeah. as a little kid. No, I had I had no idea who anybody. hmm Yeah, star casting doesn't work in Star Wars. It really yeah, doesn't you need you need yeah, you need unknowns. I mean that's yeah. that, that helps you that helps you, you know. A detach from reality for just that for that 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 little while. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get into it um, when we get when we get into the newer trilogy uh, starting from next week. But I always found that in um, in the Last Jedi, Laura Linney's uh, is it was it yeah Laura Linney's casting um, in that you know playing that uh, com- the commander of the ship who's like Leia's friends. And she, you know, she's in charge and they all have a mutiny against her. Because it's Laura Linney, I can't take my um, eyes off the fact <laughs> that it's her and that she, you know, is in uh, the Ozark. <laughs> the Ozark? That, that's, that's, that's not the girl. That's not her, is it? Oh, God, have I got it wrong? Wait, 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 wait. I'm sure. Is the, that's the wife? Hang on, hang on. Let me just jump, double check because now I'm 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 double. Um, da, 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 da. Oh no, it's Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Oh, I always okay. get them okay. confused. Okay, Laura Linney and Laura Dern. I always get them confused. But um, no, Laura Dern's even worse because I remember Laura Dern from all the David Lynch films, you know, from the nineties and two thousands, where she's being, you know, David Lynched, literally. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but like you know, and obviously she's in um, Jurassic Park as well, which I remember her from as a kid. But yeah, like uh, star casting for me doesn't really work. Yeah. Okay, little uh, little ape creature, whatever this little thing is, has like died. <laughs> that probably that probably would have uh, traumatized a child. That was that's pretty what? brutal. <laughs> Well, you you didn't get really a chance to really get attached to him, so you know I kind of I kind of oh, expected right, him then. to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're Cannon Potter. Oh, yeah, right, right. Then. yeah. <laughs> we didn't have the time. We didn't. Uh, nah, I didn't <laughs> like him very much. So I no, didn't, I can really fly. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think they ever made an action figure of him. Put it that way. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, most notably, you really, uh, we've got figures uh, come out of this movie. I don't think I, so. Um, not that I'm did. aware of. I think they brought out a lot of merchandise around it, but I don't think we ever did see um, any. Is this the only? I mean, Steady Newton. I mean, they've, they've just killed off Steady Newton. Like, you know, this is obviously a moment for uh, Woody Harrelson's character to get the impetus to sort of get revenge. But this, these sequences do remind me a little bit of um, the barge from Return of the Jedi, you know, where they're being chased by, well, they're not skiff guards, but they do look like them, don't they? On their little hoverboard, hover things. Mm. But I'm getting, I'm getting those vibes. But yeah, you know, we've, got, we've just lost a lot of the cast that we were introduced to. We've just lost them in, within the first quarter of the movie. So slightly different. But yeah, no action figures. Not I'm looking online now. I can't I see any merchandise apart from this is the know, only the, Star the, Wars film that didn't have action figures. No, they had a pencil case. <laughs> like <laughs> every other film. <laughs> they had a solo pencil Buy it case quick. if anyone's interested in this. Yeah. Buy it now because it's gonna be worth some money. <laughs> while while stocks last. <laughs> I can imagine they've probably got hundreds of them left. I think they'll be okay. <laughs> okay. So this is sort of um, that moment in a Star Wars film that sort of closes off the first act. So here we have the destruction of uh, of the train. Oh, wait, wait, where are you they at? Managed... I'm at 3850. 3850. Oh, I'm at, I'm at 39.20. I'll pause for a minute. Oh, oh, oh. I'm slightly ahead of you. I'm sorry. I, I also this this drives Starburn's audio mad, but I also have my film snacks. So if you hear me chomping oh. away, guys, you're used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Are we at the funeral sequence? Are you at the funeral sequence now? Uh, I'm at. Uh, I don't know how to fast forward, so I gotta let it run. I'm yeah, okay, yeah, Woody. Woody sitting over her grave, yeah, standing up. Now. Yeah. So just, yeah, yeah, guys, just, just a time check. Yeah. So thirty nine, thirty nine minutes and forty. We are at uh, presently watching Solo. Um, how about um, we hit some messages, Vader? Because we have some people coming through. So we should hear some of these. Well, let's see what they got to say. Life is like the Star Wars Clone Wars movie. I wish there was less action and more character development. And afterwards, I just wanted my $13 back. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's here. Oh, my goodness. Loved you and Mr. Frost. <laughs> so yeah. Love you, in the fl- love you in the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. You wanted your $13 back? Bloody yeah. Where do you go to the cinema? I hope you have right, a reclining seat. Great popcorn. Yeah, thirteen dollars. My goodness, how the other half live, eh? Right? <laughs> oh, you got those good seats. They got. Do you guys got over here? You can get a seat that moves with the movie. Do you guys got that? Yeah, we. Yeah, we had them in um in Cineworld cinemas. I, I think I actually did watch a Star Wars film uh, in those seats. Uh, I watched. I watched yeah. Gremlins. <laughs> I watched Gremlins in 4D. 
<laughs> what? Gremlins that in 4D? Yeah, it was kind of, a couple of Christmases ago, I watched Gremlins in 4D. And, you know, when the water, um, like the bit when they're bubbling in the swimming pool and they're all turning, like, all turning into gremlins, like, water was spraying over the audience. It was fun. Oh. It was good fun. Oh, yeah, I wish they really did that fun. here. Yeah. Yeah, really good fun. I'd love to, uh, 4D uh, Ghostbusters. Can you imagine getting slimed? In the uh, oh, yeah. in the <laughs> in the theater, but um, I remember back when they tried the smell of vision thing. <laughs> oh yeah, smell my finger. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think um, this is a really nice ship design. Uh, we're yeah, like having a, uh, the moment when um, Woody Harrelson's character. Beckett is about to take Han and Chewbacca to meet his employers. And uh, I like this. It's like a city that moves. It's quite cool, isn't it? It's like a yeah. moving tower block. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the cloud, their version of Cloud City. Yes, but it can go anywhere. Um, this is obviously the part where we get to meet the uh, the guy in charge who just turns out to be uh, the one and only Paul Bettany. <laughs> who everyone, of course, is uh, um, hot over at the moment for um, for playing Vision in, uh, in the Marvel Universe, in WandaVision. So, what the hell is this thing? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I want one. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It looks like when you... Uh, when you Facebook your ex three three years later. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. If you're watching along with us, um, you would have seen that, but if you're not, it was sort of like a like a blob thing in a jar. It reminds me of that thing from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What was it? Kang. Is that what it was called? That thing? That blobby thing from Yes, Kang, yes. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Keith. You know all your sci-fi comics stuff. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm whapping it out like a bad boy today. That's my what's geek up. Full on today. <laughs> I'm I'm letting my <laughs> geek flag fly. All right. Um, I didn't know you was a turtles fan too. Okay. <laughs> so looking at these sequences, I mean, this is the traditional. I mean, this is basically the cantina scene, right? I mean, they have one in every Star Wars film, you know, where there's a group of alien beings gathered around in some sort of bar or restaurant and they're all drinking and that. The thing that I noticed about this, there's a serious, serious lack of um, creatures creatures in this. Like, they're all pretty much humanoid, aren't they, apart from the droids? Yeah, that was, that, that was the Emperor stuff. He, he, he started putting real big sanctions on the alien populace, so they kind of kept they kind of kept the canon with this. Okay. Because if you notice in the that, uh, in the originals, well, you never un, all his all the people around him. I think there was only like two, I think one or two aliens with ever seen with the emperor in the originals. Yeah. So that little creature that was walking on the bar, drunk, looked like uh, Do uh, Dobby's like bad uncle. 
So we've just had the uh, the reconnection between Han Solo and oh, why do I always forget her character name? Um, uh, Kira. Um, how do you put it? Kira? Yeah, Kira with a Q, which is really weird. Kira, Q, Kira. Yeah. So um, reunited after many years, and obviously we know that she's not exactly, uh, you know, living the best life, even though it does look like she is. But I think this is quite a nice. I mean, looking at Kira, I'm just just throwing this out there. Looking at Kira, would you say that Han Solo's got a type? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's see, that's another thing that upset me when I was watching this because when when this when the movie first came when this first came out in the comics they had just they had just released you know. Han's first wife, and oh, his okay. first wife, his first wife was a black girl. That's that's what I was expecting her to show up in this. Yeah, but but yeah, right. no, no, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but he's, he's got of, he's got time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the sort of two parallels, sort of storylines going in the comics and in the films, which is not really ideal, is it? There should be right. some and sort the of comics are supposed to be canon. Much. Right, and the comics are supposed to be canon, yeah. so uh, when did this I comic think we're going to need another Han Solo movie. Uh, I think that, that it got released that year. The year that it came out, I believe. God, oh, the, pe- the people in the people in charge of the different mediums really need to like maybe have a meeting and have a chat to get, yeah, them, it, get their Storyline straight, and they used to, right? When 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 George Lucas was in charge, they did everything was was chronologically ordered. You know, nothing stepped on anything else. And then Mm -hmm. you know he sold it, and they were like, you know what? (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) We're going to do it like Star Trek does it. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Here we go. The baddies just turned up, and it is Paul Bettany. And it's really weird to see yeah. him, isn't it? Like in this. Fancy vision. Vision is now a bad yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> they like to swap the actors, don't they? Star Wars and Marvel. Uh, like to do right. swapsies here and there. But um, yeah, it's quite weird seeing him uh, in this now after. Quite strange. Okay, let's hit some ditches. This is a testament quickly. to how. People are becoming more like robots and robots are becoming more like people. My sex life is like the Clone Wars. I wish there was less action and more character development. (laughs) That was a very similar message to your last one, except you brought your sex life into it. (laughs) No sex, please. This is Star Wars. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know what? There, there hasn't been, there hasn't been any sex in Star Wars, except for uh, except for Anakin. Anakin is the only one that has been laid in the Star Wars universe. Oh my god, that's true. That wow. is like he, yeah. Well, there's been some sort of kissing and foreplay, mostly between Luke and Leia. Which is gross, right? But <laughs> 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 only the Skywalker line can have sex. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when did it Han and Leia get the time? I mean, no. Right. I, don't, I doubt they... Well, they must have done, because they had, they had uh, obviously, the kids from the Legends, but then they, they also had Ben Solo. So they must have right. um, bonked at some point. I, I, mean? I, want, I, I want them to explore that, get into what happened. You know, I don't care if it's even... They could even do it as, as an animated feature. But let me see what happened. You know, between Han and Leia, you know, them making having kids, and there had to be some building of the uh, the new the new Jedi Temple that that Luke let get destroyed. I'm just saying. <laughs> One minute you're talking about you you want to see some Han and Leia porn, and then you're talking about the building of the Jedi Temple. My goodness! in legends, the Jedi. In Legends, Luke's made it so Jedi could get married. So there yeah. was all types of sex in the books. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody was being <laughs> I think if you want to read or watch some Star Wars, I don't know, action going on, all you got to do is type in Star Wars sex fan fiction, and I have no doubt there'll be so much going on. <laughs> There'll be a lot of bonking going on in the fan fiction, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> probably between Yoda, Yoda, Yoda and Chewbacca, probably. But, you know, <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. If anybody's out there good with video, make me that video and send it to me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Well, I'm hitting a ditty very quickly. <laughs> it's not on the same level of goodness that Rogue One is but it's always nice to watch something that's got that Star Wars theme to it that it just expands on things a little bit in my humble opinion mm, exactly. yeah I agree Exactly. Rogue One was a masterpiece you hear me? A masterpiece yeah mm-hmm. yeah we did the, re- the watch along last week of Rogue One and we, I think everybody yeah. agreed that Rogue One is um Rogue One is probably my third favorite Star Wars movie. So for me, uh, it goes, yeah, yeah, it goes A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, and then um, then it goes uh, um, Rogue One. Ooh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, I love oh. me some Return of the Jedi. I've got a, a Jabba the oh. Hutt um, fascination. <laughs> I love the Hutt. <laughs> I love me a hut. <laughs> but, um, That's real cushion for the push again. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! We went back there. We went... I don't. Just for our listeners that are joining us, I do not see Jabba the Hutt as a sexual being. He 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 has him. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> As any so no, that's kind of key. Has I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> would you would you date okay. would you date uh, uh alien from Star Wars? <laughs> um no. No, there's not much no? uh, not much no, I don't think so. There's not I'd probably I'd probably date a Mandalorian. Just keep your helmet on. <laughs> okay, all right. It still I counts. Like, I like. The, <laughs> I like the mystery. I like the mystery. 
Okay, so now we've gone to some sort of smuggler's den, and we're about to be introduced to the one, the only, um, Lando Carizian. Lando. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was actually, I was happy. I was happy with the way he portrayed, uh, Lando too. So yeah, yeah. This, this, yeah. this part pleased me. This part pleased me. Um, Donald Glover, obviously, you know, a lot of people did think that he was really good in this role. Um, there are sort of mentions that he might turn up in some series at some point. Uh, would you like to see Donald Glover back as as Han? As Lando? Oh, sorry, as Lando. Yeah, sorry, as Lando. Heck and, yeah! Like, hey, Heck yeah! Oh, he, what, he is scenario? the perfect... I, I would like to scenario? see, you know, just... His own adventures, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to... It doesn't have to have the Jedi and lightsaber. So I would just like to see some adventures of, you know, Lando. You know, maybe Han shows up every now and again. And just, you know, just some, some space adventures with, uh, you know, what, yeah. what Lando is going through to build up, get on his way to owning Cloud City. Or even running Cloud yeah. City before, before, you know, Han, you know, runs back into him in Empire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's there's a huge wealth of uh, material that we could have for Lando Carissian. Um, yeah, I mean, I do. Uh, his his return in Rise of Skywalker was at best forgettable. Unfortunately, that was yeah. not well handled. I personally think, but um, yeah, they should have brought it back sooner in that. Just look at these uh, creature creations around them. Just look at the uh, the puppetry and the, the little six eyes. Looks amazing. Yeah. Looks so good. Uh, just for our is new that, listeners, that, we are the one with the helmet. The one with the yeah. helmet is that. That's uh, what a uh, Leia. What Leia is it? Is that what Leia wore in a uh, um, Return of the Jedi? I forget the oh, name of the species. Yeah. Yodo, Yodo. That one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does look like it. Just to, just to let you know, guys, if you are joining us uh, for our Star Wars watch along, we're watching Solo, a Star Wars story, and we are at 55 minutes and 45 seconds. Uh, so if you've got Disney Plus or you want to pop your physical media into your, into your slot... Oh, as soon as I said that, I went, oh, no, that was the wrong word. Um, but please <laughs> just do that. And then uh, I'm sure that if you look behind Solo now, that's that creature there is very um, Ewok-esque. You know, there's a there's some creatures here that do really resemble sort of creatures from the original trilogy. Uh, yeah. You know, and I love it when they do that. It did look like for a second that there was an Ewok. Can you see the little white thing behind? I saw like, there's like a little fuzzy bunny looking thing. The little fuzzy yeah. white bunny looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very Ewok-esque. There oh, it is. I never like, noticed really that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I never, I never noticed. Okay. Bless you. Wow. Okay. I'm learning. You see something new every time you watch it. It's like watching Fantasia. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's also a creature in this sequence that looks like two two prawns that <laughs> look really good. 
<laughs> oh look, Han's even celebrating with the little uh, bunny. Yes. <laughs> they just shook hands. They're friends. Ah, oh, that's cute. They're friends. I love that. I'm going to write some fan fiction about Han and the fuzzy rabbit thing. <laughs> no. no. How they met. How they met. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, really good stuff. This sequence is amazing. I love all these creature designs and the droid designs as well. I love the fact that they're playing yeah. Robot Wars. Right? <laughs> Robot Wars 3000, yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of people always talk about Star Wars crossovers, you know, like they'd love to see a, a crossover with maybe another franchise. I personally think that's my worst nightmare. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, wow. I don't know. I don't know. I know Patrick Stewart has been talking about uh, uh, Star Wars, Star Trek crossover, but I I, I just don't. I don't know. I I hate to say it, but I I think Star Trek is more powerful than Star Wars, just just mm. by ship design. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I personally would not like to see any crossover with Star Wars because the thing I love about Star Wars is actually the thing I don't like about Star Trek is that Star Trek is very much grounded in our reality you know like being set right. on earth and you know like federations and all that kind of thing even though there are those politics within star wars we are told right at the beginning of star wars that this takes place in um in a galaxy a long time ago in a galaxy far far away and i just think that makes it more um sort of fa- more of a fantasy because you know yeah. all we know star wars could have took place like 10,000 years ago in a different galaxy, you know? That's, so I love that's that how I look there. at it. That's how I look at it, that it took, it took place thousands of years ago, and you know what I'm saying, that civilization might still be going even today, but what's it look like now? You know what I'm saying? They might have yeah. they might have reverted back <laughs> to the industrial age by now <laughs> from the look of, yeah, of the way exactly. their technology is going. Yeah. Okay, here we go. There's always a funny droid. Always a droid that's introduced that has um, very um, personable, like a personality, very human-esque. <laughs> and this is the droid here. And um, voiced by one of my favourite actresses, um, British actress uh, called uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And if, um, if anyone's listening... From the UK or in or in America, actually, we'll know Phoebe Waller-Bridge from her amazing TV show Fleabag, uh, which has just swept the board with awards. It's one of the best comedies ever written, and she's just a, a comic genius. So she is the perfect choice for me to play a female droid. Absolutely oh, brilliant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Oh, she's great! Mm. If you can get to, if you can ever if you can get to watch Fleabag, Fleabag is one of the greatest TV shows ever made or ever written. Yeah, she I'm, is I'm an absolute genius. Yeah, because I will be definitely yeah. looking for that. I like I like the when I see like an actor in there, I like going back and finding their other stuff and watching. Oh it. God, yeah. <laughs> I think Fleabag is a masterpiece. Yeah, it won lots of lots of awards here in the UK and also won 
I think it won lots of Golden Globes as well uh, when it when it was first released a couple of years ago. So yeah, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Oh, okay. It's over here. Is voicing. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you can okay. watch it there as well. So she's voicing L three three seven. Um, not exactly a very catchy droid name like C three PO or R two D two, but L three three seven. That is the uh, the comic droid that we have, and uh, mm-hmm. kind you know, of bad we've ass. got. <laughs> yeah, I remember this sequence being, um, you know, one of those sequences that made you go <gasps> because obviously this is where we're introduced to um, the Millennium yes, Falcon, the and baby. people are like, "Oh, it's yes. yeah." So look at look time. at him. His eyes lit up. His... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm a little kid now. You got <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you see, it's got it's got the, the centerpiece. It's got the centerpiece. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It looks gorgeous. It's such a good uh, good ship. And like whoever designed that in the first place, you know, hats off to them for, for creating something so iconic. And this yeah. is quite interesting, isn't it, to see the relationship between um Lando Carizian and the Millennium Falcon as well, because obviously we we heard Han and Lando talk about it in Empire Strikes Back, but we're now we're actually seeing those events that were just alluded to coming into play. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this is quite interesting mm-hmm. stuff. And you can see that Chewie as well mm-hmm. is looking the ship up and down, going, "Yeah, okay, I can work with this. I can definitely work with yeah. this." But, uh, Wouldn't you just love to see like a, a show based on like all the different owners of the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just just yeah. anthology yeah. series <laughs> of, of all the different yeah, every... owners as it gets stolen, sold, oh, whatever. That's a really good idea. So the first episode can be the ship being built, and then every mm-hmm. episode is just a different like Millennium Falcon Chronicles. Yep. And you just see yep. like, kind of like Metal Hurlong. <laughs> Uh, just to let you know, guys, that that is copyrighted. This show is recorded, so if anyone steals that idea, um, we know who right. you are. We'll be coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to feel our wrong. That is a great idea. That would be a great exactly. idea. So here we go. We've got Han, uh, Chewie, Lando in the uh, cockpit of the Millennium Falcon for the first time. It looks gorgeous. It oh, looks so new. Look at that. It looks <laughs> yeah, it looks beautiful. And then we've got L337 coming go. again. Get out of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> just just to remind you that it's not his um it's not his ship yet. That sort of just reinforces that. That Han is a guest right now. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, he's not the owner of this ship just yet. <laughs> He looks mad about um, it too. He's like, "I want to sit down." I want to. Sit. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 weird to see him playing at um, taking a back seat when it comes to the Millennium Falcon, seeing uh, right. Lando in charge. You know, it's like mm, oh, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right to me. It should be Han mm. and Chewie in those seats. <laughs> classic, classic hyperdrive. Um, special effect there. I don't think they've changed that since the first film, have they? Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh. Okay. 
Okay, so now we're we're in the Millennium Falcon. Chewie <laughs> is playing Monster Chest. Uh, can you tell me any facts about Monster Chest? Is there anything in the um, expanded universe about Monster Chest? Do we find out any of its background? Uh, there, there is a background to it. I don't know. I don't know the full story behind it. But yeah, there, 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 there are some stories behind the behind the behind the chess game and stuff. Yeah, and why should you always let a Wookiee win? I mean, <laughs> doesn't seem because he, 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 he can tear your arms out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. But yeah, the chess game, the uh, the sort of holographic chess game, that's a uh, another thing which is iconic, isn't it, to the Millennium Falcon? I wonder if every ship like the Millennium Falcon has a monster chess built into it. You know when you used to have yeah, like a games console when you were when you used to have a games console when you were a kid and there was always one ge- game built into it. I wonder if that's what Millennium Falcon it's like. Snake. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's their snake. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, a fun fact: if you watch uh, uh, the the first uh, well episode seven when they turn on the. The, the more the monster chessboard, it's it's in the same position that it was the last time you saw it in the original <laughs> the original uh, trilogy. Oh wow! So they never got to play it again after the original. Then <laughs> that was the they last too, time they were too busy <laughs> saving the galaxy, fun. saving the galaxy. Right. Well, well, whilst there's this lovey dovey stuff going on, very very reminiscent of. Um, you know, the uh, scenes with Leia and Han. These are almost like shot-for-shot scenes of Mm -hmm. um, when he gets it on with Leia, which actually is quite gross if you think about it. Like, how many women has he done this to in the uh, the Millennium Falcon? If if I had a spaceship, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's all run. Just saying. Hey, yeah, baby, like, you want you want to go play, back to my spaceship? You want to come and play some monster chess? Death to that. Right, let's hit some more ditties while we're uh, while there's plot. Peter six six and Keith Andrew, how are you two doing? This is Bandulce. Just uh, roaming the hallways of stereo, and yeah, I came across you two. A Star Wars story. Mm. You know what? I'm going to tell you one thing. My brothers were avid, avid Star Wars fans. Stars were Star Wars fans when they were young. I mean, like when the Star Wars originally came out. I never liked Star Wars. <gasps> Maybe what? Darth Vader. But other than that, mm, I wish I did because there's so many people that enjoy talking about that. You know, that I, I I want to be a part of that conversation, but I'm so uh, uneducated in Star Wars that, you know, my knowledge is nothing. But anyway, I'm going to chill with you and enjoy your talk. Oh, you, wow. you come to the right place. Man, do say, oh, it's, it's the greatest story ever told. Oh, you should have mm-hmm. been listening. Every, every week, Keith does this. He does the rewatch. We're on the solo story. You, 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 you've already missed the prequels. Oh, you should have started sooner. Lucky you. But, 
<laughs> yes. You can start right now. <laughs> you can start right now. Get a copy of this. Start watching it. Or next well, week, he's got he's got an even better one coming. Yeah, we've got a new hope next week, uh, same time on Tuesday. Uh, so yeah, come and join us for that, definitely. 100%. And thank you. Usually when someone comes in and goes, hi guys, how you doing? Just to let you know I've never watched Star Wars, my reaction is, get out of here. But, um, <laughs> but because you seem like a nice lady, I, I won't do that to you. We'll, we'll say go and get a copy and watch it. Definitely. Yeah, it feels to me like they got Woody Harrelson in there just because he's a name and it would attract probably more people. That's what I think. Right. And mm. that's how they were going but, in the wrong direction. You don't need to attract people to Star Wars. They go act they go naturally come. But who you know is Woody I mean? Harrelson attracting? It's like it's not exactly uh, oh, attracting the kids. <laughs> He's got a cult following. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? If you see Natural Born, Natural Born Killers is kind of like a rite of passage. So, you know what I'm saying? If you don't love him from Cheers, you're going to love him from Natural Born Killers. So, yeah, but you no know, one's Woody, coming Woody to watch Solo. Man. But no one's coming to watch Solo thinking they're going to come and watch Natural Born Killers. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you, you get imagine? to see Mickey. Mickey's in space. Fight, you know, committing space <laughs> crimes now. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for Mallory to show up. <laughs> natural born, natural born star killer. Right. <laughs> oh, I think you just came up with the name for the next uh, the next Star Wars spinoff. What? <laughs> natural born star killers. There you go. Again, copyrighted. If anyone uses it, I'll come to your house. And uh, right. set my set my Wookie on you. <laughs> set my Wookie on you, right? Let's get you another mean the one. one with purple hair that um, no one really likes. The one with purple hair that no one really likes. What was that in reference to? I can't remember. That was a uh, what? Laura Laura Dern Dorn. Oh or yes, Lana Dorn. Laura Laura Dern. Yes, the one Dern. with purple hair that no one. Likes. That was Laura. Yeah. Day. Look at these. Look at these robots. Look at this. This is great stuff. Those costume designs are amazing. Yeah. See, um, these I didn't like it because it's like you can kind of tell that it was people in those. Yeah, but they probably are. You know, I don't believe that they are probably droids. They're probably just wearing that as safety equipment. But I love it. Oh. I do really like. Yeah, I really like it. Just a quick time check, guys. We're at one hour and 11 minutes, or coming up to one hour, 12 minutes, uh, if you're watching yep. along with us today here on A Star Wars Story. We're watching Solo, so uh, pop over to Disney Plus or um, whatever you want to watch it on and go over to one hour and 12 minutes and you'll be able to watch the rest of the film with us. Um, seeing Chewie in that sort of chain thing really reminds me of when he's in um, Return of the Jedi in Jabba's jail. Yes. In the handcuff. Mm-hmm. And, and on Cloud City. <laughs> they locked him up yeah. again. He stayed, he stayed in cuffs. Chewbacca <laughs> loves handcuffs. He's always in right? the cuffs. <laughs> yeah. Never out of the cuffs. 
I always, I always like find it. I always can't picture Chewie in Empire Strikes Back without him with um, C-3PO on his back. I always used to think that was a bit ridiculous. I, 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 for some reason, I thought that was always a bit silly. I mean, mm-hmm. and you know how many C-3PO's I lost because they came with the detachable legs and arms. <laughs> My mom bought it like three times before she stopped. <laughs> before she's just like, that's it. <laughs> Says you complaining about this who swapped his Millennium Falcon for a frog. I know. <laughs> it was a cool frog, though. Was... I've, to- I've told so many people that story. Oh, can we just say, look at this. Um, look at look at the armor that um, Woody Harrelson's wearing there. That is exactly the same outfit as Lando Carissian wears in Turn of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, that's Gamorrean armor. That's why I don't understand him. I mean, the Gamorreans must be everywhere, but you know, you know, I, I would think we would see more of them. Yeah, just, just, um, I, I would have to watch carefully, um, to see if this actually happens. But do, does Woody Harrelson bring those, bring those clothes back to the Millennium Falcon? Is that where Lando gets them from in Return of the Jedi? That's what, that's what I was I was thinking that during the movie itself was that the same outfit? So yeah, yeah I'm, I, now, now I'm curious now. They just took it to the dry cleaners, and then Lando wore it for Return of the Jedi. Right. <laughs> get get rid of that woody smell, you know. So I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there's definitely woody smell going on. Cheap in beer and boot cologne. <laughs> yeah, I love that design though. That sort of face bit that comes down, like that looks like a bone coming out of it. Looks amazing. Yeah, looks really good. Looks really good. So Han and Chewie now have been captured, and they're being put to work in a, a mine. It looks like, and L three two L three two three 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 two is um, doing her job going up and corrupting all the droids. I love how bossy she is. Like, get on with it. (laughs) Get out of the way. She's a a great creation. Yeah, I did like this this droid. Obviously, we know they don't don't make it past this movie, otherwise we would have seen them in the future, but that's the thing about prequels that I don't like, is the fact that you get great characters and you think, well, I'm never going to see that character again. So obviously something bad happens to them. Yes, that's what hurts so bad about Rogue One. They killed everybody mm-hmm. I loved. I was like, yeah. why? <laughs> why would yeah. y'all do this to me? <laughs> but yes, I mean, we're getting a, a spin-off series from Rogue One. Are you excited for that? Is it Andor? Is that what it's called? Yes. Uh, yeah, I am yeah, very excited. excited to see the young Andor. Yes, yeah. uh, he's been in this fight since he was six years old. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you think that they'll do um, a spin-off of any of the characters from this film? I mean, the, the one that sticks out for me would probably be Lando. That I, 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 I desperately want a Lando series. And mm-hmm. uh, really, yeah, I mean, really, he's He's really the only one I really want to see anything from from this movie. It's just Lando. Yeah. I mean, Kira, I can you know I can give or take. You know, you know what's up with uh with Chewie. 
And, you know, Woody, you know, I, I want to spoil it, but, uh, you know. I mean, well, a, yeah. a Chewbacca series... A Chewbacca series would sell well, wouldn't it, around the world? Because they'll just have, you know, it, it could play well in France, Germany, uh, English-speaking countries. It'd be great. It'd be like Mr. Bean, you know, like. <laughs> now, I'm not going to lie to you. This, there's another Wookiee in this sequence, and it looks terrible. It looks like one of the apes from 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm. It looks really bad. Uh, they obviously didn't spend as much money on the other Wookiee costumes as they did. I think that might be a little bit of a nod to the uh, holiday special, maybe. I'm surprised they haven't got Wookiees making cakes. Yeah, and what's up with, with you and his wife? His kids <laughs> and stuff. Oh, God. Wait, yeah, they, don't, they don't touch on none of that. I don't know, but hopefully they suffered. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how could you mess no. something up so badly as the holiday special? I mean, you can't even find no. it anywhere. Oh, you can still buy it. Have you got a copy of the holiday special? You can't buy it in the UK. No. I think it was on. I think it was on the uh, the video nasties. Um, <laughs> I think it was on the video nasty list with the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Evil Dead. So I, I think that you can't get it here in the UK because of that. But um... <laughs> wait, you guys can't get the Evil Dead? Oh you no, can't, you can't watch Evil Dead. 80s... Oh no, we can now. But in the eighties, they had a video nasty list of films that they banned in the UK because the government thought they were too uh, grotesque for people to watch at home when home video was released. So we, um, it wasn't until the late, it wasn't until uh, 1999 or the year 2000 that that video ban was lifted. Yeah. And we were, and we weren't, you could watch the exorcist for the first time, Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time, evil dead for the first time. Yeah. All these films that were banned. Wow. I heard about that kind of stuff in China, but I didn't know about the UK. Oh, yeah. 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 If you go on the, if you look up the Video Nasties um, UK list and see all the movies that were banned. um, But if it isn't, the uh, the Star Wars holiday special should have been on that list because it is one of the most horrific (laughs) things you'll ever see in your life. (laughs) Yeah. And really scary. If you look at pictures of, if you look at pictures of um, Chewie's family in the holiday special, they, they are nightmare inducing. They are terrifying. Yeah. Especially the kids. <laughs> Especially yeah. the kids. Oh my God. The kids look like they need an exorcist. They look really scary. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. Look, look how bad this Wookiee is. Look, look, how, look how bad this other Wookiee costume is in this in Solo. It looks really yeah. bad, doesn't it? Yeah, it that like one too. You see, that? you see the one come running up? Oh my god, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they all look like apes. Yeah, they, and they were like, so um, good, you know. Huh? Mm-hmm. They looked good they in They were uh, so Revenge good in uh Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. They were, I mean, those were epic. What they didn't have none of those suits laying around. They, they couldn't yeah. get in touch with nobody. Oh, these these 
I mean, they don't even have any eyes. Like, uh, it's not as if they didn't have a budget, you know. No. But this, this is like really good. This is reminding me, you know, like a fight, like a laser battle uh, outside of the Millennium Falcon. You know, is really reminding me of mm-hmm. uh, when they try to leave at the beginning in uh, a New Hope. You know, when they try to leave uh, Mos Eisley. Yep, and you really yeah, get to really see. Good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this guy is Han Solo. I give him that. I give him that. He is Han Solo. I just wish they'd have put yeah. a better script around him. Mm-hmm. Well, we know because it's like a oh, young, it's like oh my god, get out of here, dollar store Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> or as we call it in the UK, B Tech Wookie. It's a B Tech Wookie. Get out of here. You know, made by kids that, you know, that are doing their B-Tech. Get out of here, B-Tech Wookiee. Um, but yes, uh, I mean, oh, here this we go. This was a little Okay, so L3. This was... <laughs> this was sad. I mean, no. talk about no. trying to do something and then doing the complete oh. opposite. You know, trying to save a droid's life and then end up pulling it in half. Oh. Well done. And then he gets no. the ah. Come on, Lando, get up. Yeah, come on. But then the like, the dramatic tension is slightly taken away from the fact that we know that he survives. Get out, get out of here, yeah. dollar store Wookiee. Get out of here. We don't what? want to oh go. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. <laughs> Maybe that was his wife. Maybe that was his wife. She looked. No, she I don't, no right his, wife, his, his wife, well, I mean, in Legends, his wife was never, was never captured and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was definitely a moment there, but that that was a really bad costume. That was definitely Dollar Store Wookie. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that was. This, this but it might have been the show know, that they were like emaciated from being in the mines. You know, they was all skinny, and you know that's yeah. that's what a sick Wookie looks. No like. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no eyeballs. But um, looks like a big stuff. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it because, you know, you know that um, I told you the story, didn't I? When I used to live in Thurrock in the um, just outside of London. And we saw on a Sunday, we saw smoke rising from the sky and we drove over to see what was happening. And they were filming uh, The Force Awakens and they were filming a battle sequence. That's That's where the smoke was coming from. Well, you can look at these sequences like that battle outside the millennium falcon and you can see that it's so orchestrated it's so well done and obviously this is it's very difficult to see what was directed by ron howard and what wasn't you know because there were certain sequences that were filmed by the uh, the directors that got fired that were kept in yeah. the film so it's very difficult but i don't know. i wish yeah. i knew more about film so i could pick that kind of stuff out because i've always wondered mm-hmm. how much of this was Ron Howard and how much of this was the other two guys? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What would I mean, ha- what Howard, would it have been if Ron Howard did it all? Yeah, I mean Ron Howard is you know he he is a good director. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's made like mistakes in the past, like those uh, those terrible uh, Da Vinci Code movies that he did with Robert Robert um, with uh, sorry Tom Hanks. Uh, but then he did make Willow. You know, a fantasy um, drama that was not unlike 
a Star Wars movie. Oh, you know. Oh, you're gonna be mad at me. You're gonna be mad at me, but I I never you liked never Willow. Oh, I've seen it, but I never it. liked it. Yeah, and they're making a TV think... series now. Yeah, I'm excited for that. But Willow is one of my childhood movies. You know, like it that was a that was a film that we used to watch a couple of times a day. Um. Oh, here we go. Star Destroyer alert. Star Destroyer alert. Oh, so this is look at that. This is yeah. That's that's very ominous. Look at that. It's like a great white shark, isn't it, coming through like the ocean towards you? Right. And they're flying right yeah, towards it. Cool. Yeah. But I think with just saying with Willow, you could probably with Willow have you know a long time ago in a, in a galaxy far, far away at the beginning of Willow, and just have like willow a star wars story i think it would fit quite neatly into uh into star wars you know on a different planet warwick davis is in every star wars film anyway so right. i think it would be all right <laughs> <laughs> but um here we go so this is the more traditional um space battle again every star wars movie has them this is where he's going to set um, history, isn't it? Where he's going to make the... Um, the parsec, yeah. Well, how six. long is it? Parsec. This is it. Yeah. So this is the, literally the thing that he's going to uh, be boasting about his whole life is about to happen in front of our eyes. Do you mm -hmm. think this is... Um, and then they had a little bit of inversion in the uh, in his usual line, so... Older Han always says, I've got a bad feeling about this. And he just said, I've got a good feeling about this. You know, so they're, they're right. doing that. This little is the only, thing. the only movie they don't say that in. Yeah. And did you know also that this movie is the only movie, only Star Wars movie, not to mention the Jedi? Oh, wow. Yup. Mm. Yup. Yeah, this is complete. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no mention. Of the There's Jedi no at all? Nope. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much ex yeah, they've been pretty much wiped out by now. So yeah, yeah. But look at this. I mean, the space battle. You've got um, Beckett, uh, Woody Harrelson's character in the um, in the seat of you know the guns, which is you know Luke's position originally. Um, they even used that really bad. Special effect, you know, like the target targeting of the effect from the original film, which mm -hmm. is really uh, iconic, which is great. And mm -hmm. you know, it's great seeing, you know, Tie Fighters screaming around, and you know, this is a great sequence. This is this is what we ask for in a Star Wars film. You know, good Falcon action, love it. Yeah. And this is really where you get to see, you know, the Falcon really doing something. I mean, it's flowing around in the other movies, but this is where you've actually seen, it, you know, the Falcon's putting in some work right here. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I, I, The Force Awakens as well, I think, in that, that sequence where, you know, Ray and uh, Ray's flying it. I think that's a great sequence as well, the Million Falcon. But this is great because you've got meteors, you've got... Uh, TIE Fighters, you know, you've got pretty much the kitchen sink thrown uh, into this sequence, mm -hmm. which uh, is, is great. Really good. And mm -hmm. this is where, this is where you see it get beaten up and bashed up as well, you know. 
up to yes, this point. And, and then Han's still flying the hell out of it. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's getting beaten up, battered. This is the Millennium Falcon that we see in the uh, in the original original trilogy. You know, dirtied up and and not working properly. Mm. That's probably because of all because of this space battle. Awesome. But yeah, right, because of this twist, the, the Kessel Run. <laughs> yes, the Kessel Run buggered it up. Okay, so uh, whilst we are um, in this sequence, just a very quick uh, time check for you guys. We are at uh, just coming up to one hour and 30 minutes into uh, Solo, uh, a Star Wars story. Watch along. Thank you very much for joining us. There's so much information that we're getting through here and thank you very much for to, um, to vader for joining me in this episode who is a encyclopedia of star wars uh, trivia and knowledge which is great uh because um it's nice to hear about the alternative uh storylines that happened in the legends books and comics that run alternative with this so thank you very much oh thank you <laughs> this is fantastic <laughs> right and, and I, I, I'm mad at this movie, but even watching it, I'm still in love. I, 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 it's just, yeah, oh. exactly, <laughs> exactly. We're we're in the world, and that's what, uh, which is really enjoyable. So, okay, let's hit. A yeah, Laura Dern, she's the one from Jurassic Park. That blew my mind. Yeah, Laura Dern. Oh, wait a minute! Now I remember. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know who we need now. Yeah, wow! I did not even put that together. <laughs> Dang it! Now I gotta go back and yeah. watch Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes. Dang it! <laughs> but yes, and uh, or if you want to go and watch Blue Velvet by David Lynch and give yourself nightmares, and also see Laura Dern in something a little bit different, please do. But yeah, that's celebrity casting for you. Definitely. And the one of the movies Kathleen Kennedy ruined. Speaking of that, have you heard they're trying to fire Ahsoka? Or whatever her name is, Rosario Dawson? What? Oh, you know what? She did some messed up stuff. Her and her family. So, yeah, she might get herself canceled too. Who's this? I did Rosario I, I Dawson? Didn't... Who's that? Remind oh, there, me. There's... Oh, uh, Ahsoka, the girl that's playing uh, Ahsoka in The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. There was some, talk, yeah, there was some talk about fire in her, but I think she, I think she uh -oh. pretty, I think she pretty much, you know, I think she fixed that. But there was for a minute, uh, there was some talk about getting rid of her before, uh, before the Mandalorian season even came out. This happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it depresses me. It depresses me that people, you know, just are so stupid. You know, it's such a privilege to be in that uh, situation, to be involved. I mean, there's millions and millions of people out there that love Star Wars that would love to be in involved in the show or, you know, or actors that want a job. You know, if you're in a position like that, you have to, you know, the price of fame is that you just have to be a little bit more sensible and a bit, you know, level-headed and not be a dick. And not be a dick. Right. Especially and, uh, if you're in the public. 
yeah, unfortunately, these people um, are just dicks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. talk about yeah. um, about having such a privileged uh, position in life and taking advantage of that. You know, uh, to me, it's just unbelievable. But anyway, yes, let's see who's next. Long live Luminara Unduli. Yes. <laughs> Did you hear that? You say Luminara and who? And Dooley. Dooley. Oh, wait, I'm drawing. I know Lumin- I know Luminara, but I'm driving. I'm drawing a blank on Dooley. Oh, was that? I think that was when we were talking about. Um, was it Hans? Wife, was it in relation to that? Uh, yeah, that was his wife's name, but there was also uh, uh, Luminara was also uh, oh, who was it? She was uh, uh kind of kind of a a Sith that um, that kind of helped Jason turn towards the dark side and tried to get oh, okay. to Skywalker and Legends. But that's that's legends though. That's legends though. I think he's talking about uh, Solo's wife. Oh, okay. Can I just say how great is this sequence with the creature from another dimension trying to pull them into a wormhole? It just looks so good. Looks gorgeous. <laughs> I love. I like that sequence a lot. Okay, let's hit a ditty. Oh my god, I fucking love Fleabag. Oh my god, with the little guinea pig in the cafe. <laughs> Yeah. Fleabag, you know the series Ooh. I told you that uh, Bridge uh. was the uh, was the writer of. Yeah, Fleabag. Don't worry, Vader's gonna watch it. I'm gonna keep bugging you. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm definitely check it out. It's on the list. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna check it out. I'll check it out. Uh, just uh, just a quick one, guys. Do you think Solo uh, is an underrated film? I quite liked it. I I loved um, I loved when. The, the solo first meets Chewbacca. I think that, and then seeing that relationship um, start and blossom. Um, but I think it's an underrated film, and I, uh, I really hope that the the second one, if they do a second one, I hope that comes along um, soon because uh, I, I'm interested to know what uh, the whole Darth Maul thing that they've got planned. And uh, I just want to get your thoughts on on what what you think about the film. Mm. Spoilers! <laughs> um, hey, I, I didn't want to spoil it as we was going, but <laughs> since know, that's, fine. that's fine. We can talk about that. I'm sure that people that are watching it with us have seen it already. We can talk about that. But um, I mean, I don't think there's any talk of a solo two. I do. I think that the um, the first one didn't do as well as they'd hoped. Therefore, I don't think that we're going to get another solo movie, unfortunately, which is sad. But I would like to yeah. see maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't see why we couldn't have uh, this incarnation of Solo maybe turning up in something like uh, the Obi Wan series. You know, as oh. some sort of. You know, I know that they could never like meet, and it might, you know, be like a sort of intertwined story. But I don't see why we can't have. You know, if there's a a chapter of the Obi Wan story that doesn't take place anywhere around Obi Wan, why this incarnation of Han and Lando even 
could be involved in that yeah. show. I don't see why that's a yeah, problem. You can give passage to, to whoever it is that's going to, because you know, somebody's got to gotta gonna come to meet, you know, Obi-Wan on Tatooine. So, you know, Han Solo could give passage to that person. They never have to meet. He just has to land on Tatooine and leave. You know, say some say yeah. something cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe shoot somebody. I got bad feeling about this. <laughs> you know, and that's it. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I love this sequence. You know, they're back on they're on the planet. They're sort of, um, you know, this is really where you get to see the rebellion for the first time. If you were watching it in chronological order. This is where you get to see the rebellion for the first. Well, not the first time. Obviously, we get we get to see um, Rogue One, but this. I mean, does this take place before Rogue One? I've always thought it did. I thought this. I this thought this was like after. Oh well, you know what? No, no, this is before. This has to be before because Rogue yeah. One leads right up yeah. into Episode uh, Four. So yeah, this has got to be. A couple years after, after the Jedi have fallen, so probably around the same time as the yeah. Mandalorian, maybe. Yeah, no, definitely. So, if you were watching it in order, obviously we've done it the wrong way round. Oh no, 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 what no, we no. should have done. Is this would be. One. <laughs> oh, I'm trying. Yeah, I don't know when this would. This is because yeah, it couldn't be the Mandalorian. So when would this fall? So I think How this many would years fall. Would I think you're fall? right. Because obviously Han's before still quite young in this, isn't he? So, yeah, so at least 10 years before A New Hope? Before A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. So if you were watching them in the right order, if you watched Revenge of the Sith, then you watched um, Solo, and then you watched Rogue One, this sequence here on the planet would be the first time that you'd sort of hear about the the rebellion and the rebellion. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I quite like this sequence, and I think this uh, like shanty town looks great, you know, and the fact that they've got um, sort of redefined really culture—that's what I like about Star Wars as well. Like, you look at these people, and you you can see like the structure of their culture. You can see like their way of life. You know, it's so well thought out, and that's what I really like about um, about Star Wars. You can almost see like these are sort of a more uh, what do they call it? You can tell it's like there's a, there's a technologically advanced civilization but they're on the edge of it. Yeah, they're like you a native kind of group yeah. of people. You know, they're like the natives. Um, and these costumes of these, what we think is uh, a warriors slash bounty hunters, they just look amazing. Look at those costumes. Look at that. You won't want to. You ready to shoot everybody? I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that wouldn't be out of place in Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with like the bones around that, like looks like bones that they've collected around their necks, like necklaces and body armor made out of bones, and like sort of um, a stormtrooper helmet that's sort of been disfigured slightly to make it look like some sort of metal <laughs> mashed up. It looks great. I think those costumes are crazy. Yeah, yeah great. This is where you sort of learn as well about... 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yando's like, oh, I've left the oven on. Bye. <laughs> Um, what I think is really good about the sequence, this is where we obviously find out um, like what's really been going on with Beckett's character. And this is a very, um, you know, first time that Han is like really portrayed, you know, like he, he figures out that the only person he can really trust is uh, Chewie. You know, mm. Chewie really is the person that he can trust most in the in the world, right? So I feel uh, like that this, you know, to be portrayed, be portrayed by Beckett, I think is um, really just one of the most crushing moments for for Han. And I didn't see why it coming. I, think... I didn't see that coming. Oh, you didn't? You didn't see the, the twist no. coming? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. It took me. It, it punched me in the gut. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, it was. Um, Quite, it was sad, and I just felt sorry for for him in a, in the way that you know he was portrayed, and it and it sort of um, it tells you a lot about the character because he's a loner, you know, like he doesn't. If you think about him in a New Hope, he doesn't even want to get involved in the rebellion. Like yeah. he just wants to get on and do his own thing. He wants to be a smuggler, you know. Him and Chewie are a team, and you can sort of see how that works because of, um, you know, his portrayal here by Beckett. That's really cool. So just to let you know, guys, if you've just joined us, we are watching Solo, A Star Wars Story, and we are one hour and 42 minutes into the film. So we've got about got about 20 minutes left. Uh, we're just discovering, oh, Warwick Davis. There you go. Warwick Davis <laughs> done his... Uh, Warwick Davis is signed for life to appear in every Star Wars movie, and we've just had his uh, appearance as like a as a little a bounty hunter thing. Oh, I shouldn't say little, should I? That's really rude. Uh, a, a a bounty hunter. Um, stop laughing at me. <laughs> but um, and one of the one of the uh, the natives of the of the um, of the planet has also just drawn what looked like the Death Star. Was that the Death Star? Yes. Yes, they know they know about it being built. Yes. But you're saying that in the comics um, or in the legends, uh, Chewbacca actually helped build the Death Star. Yeah, the Wookiees were all, all they, they raided Kashyyyk and enslaved uh, the Wookiee population and made, and made them, it was Wookiees that built the Death Star. They were used as slave labor and uh, a uh, young Han Solo, an Imperial Trooper, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He ain't like it. And he's like, come on, Chewie, we, you getting out of here. <laughs> we, yeah, we busted up. Enough. They escaped and <laughs> became us. <laughs> As you do. So we've got yeah. uh, to the point now where we've realized that these sort of bounty hunters that have been chasing them across the galaxy are actually the Rebellion, the Rebels, and um, Han still has no idea that Beckett is an absolute a two uh, double crossing nerf herder. Hasn't mm -hmm. got quite realised that, uh, but he's about to. Whilst we uh, head into the final act of the movie, uh, I'm going to hit these uh, ditties so we can hear what you guys are saying, um, and then we'll head into the final act of uh, Solo: A Star Wars Story. 
my son is five months old and his name is Cassian. So way I see I'll go in there before the series comes out and everyone starts calling their kids Cassian. Oh, that oh. is adorable. Oh, oh I wish. God. I tried so hard. I tried so hard to name my kid after a Star Wars character. Oh. <laughs> was, uh, so close. Me too. I got. If I had a kid, I got. I got three. I got three A's. I got one's named after Lex Luthor, one's named after Angelica Jones, and my youngest was supposed to be Anakin, but she figured out what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's probably a good thing that I haven't got kids because you can imagine me uh, calling down the road, can't you, uh, Jabba? Jabba, can you come back, please? <laughs> you gotta get a kid now. You have to. Have, you have to have a kid. Come on. You can... Yeah, that my kid's not. My kid's not gonna get bullied at all, is he? With the name Jabba. <laughs> all right, all right. I won't call it Jabba. I promise. I'll call it Wicked instead. Salacious. Come here. Come yeah. here, Salacious Crumb. <laughs> Come here, come here, Crumb. Or I know, I know. Oi, come. Uh, I think you may have forgotten your lunchbox, uh, third stormtrooper from the left. <laughs> <laughs> Trooper who hits head. Come here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's really cute that your kid is called Cassian. That is so, that's a really great name. I love that. Yes, that's awesome. That so cool. And then when episode, I don't know, episode 40 comes out in like 20 years time, he'll be able to tell all of his mates that he is named after a Star Wars character. That's so cool. Oh, I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm on to Depot. I'm changing my name to Cassian because that's so cool. <laughs> right. And I think he's going to be, a, <laughs> I think when this series comes out, I think the Cassian character is going to really blow up. I yeah. think they're going to be sad that they, that they killed him off the way they did because I, I, I mean, I, I love the character from start to finish in Rogue One. From start mm-hmm. to finish. It was it was great. I I agree. So don't right, mess guys, this up, Disney. Some... They won't. I don't I think we're I think we're uh, we're in safe hands with this show. But thank you very much for joining us, guys. We're going into the final act now of uh, a Star Wars story. And we're gonna get through your last few messages. Uh, before it all kicks off here with Vision. I mean, Paul Bettany. I mean, whatever whatever his character's <laughs> called. No one cares. <laughs> here we go. Imagine landing a role in Star Wars and then you get your costume and look back in the mirror and you're like, oh, what the fuck, I look like this. This ain't a fucking Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's talking about the B-Tech Wookiee costume from earlier. Like putting right. it on for the first time and going, what is this? This is like yeah. <laughs> like Doctor Zayas, like a free like like a dime store Wookie costume. Terrible, <laughs> but uh, yeah, terrible. I live in Buckinghamshire, which is um, we're next to the village where they built the set for the new Obi Wan series. So I think me and my cousin what? are going to uh, have a little sneaky peek one evening. Oh wow! Oh my god! You got to sneak wow. in there and steal something. You have to go steal something. Yeah. Come on. Go in there and steal you and McGregor. If you can, can you, if you can get him. Really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. And then bring him around to my house. 
Ja, du är med You saw, they just had, they just, uh, was it uh, Indira Varma? I think that's how you pronounce the name. She just got uh, secretly cast for Obi-Wan. Yeah, and she's amazing. So she's big... huge in the UK. She's a, She was yes. in a, a series called Torchwood. Uh, she was in a series called, oh, Game of Thrones. You know, she's done like loads yes. of things. So, yeah, she's just been cast. If I've you seen can steal her. her. Time. <laughs> yeah, I've seen her quite a few times because she... Um, She's a regular at the National Theatre as a performer. So I've seen her in quite what? a few plays at the National before. Yeah, she's a, she's a, a brilliant actress. But yeah. What? Now, do you ever, do you ever like fanboy when you're, when you're there? Do you ever like fanboy and be like, oh, can I get an autograph? Pictures? Oh, God, yeah. I go, to, I go to the stage door all the time. Really? I pretend I bump into them. I, I pretend that I've just bumped into, oh, 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 hello. I've just seen you in your play. That was amazing. Oh, would you mind having a photo? Oh, thank you. That's me. I'm really nice. cute about it. Or I go completely nice. the other way and go, oh my God, I'm the biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. I only really say that to people that I don't know who they are. If I don't know them, I'll be like my biggest fan. <laughs> I know you're famous, <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm an actor. I do quite a few things in London before lockdown. I was in a, in a play in London at the time, so... Um, when you get to actually go to theatre, you know what it, you know what actors want to hear. You know they want to be praised. They want that. You know, oh, you are amazing, fantastic. Oh, amazing. You know, um, who was it? Mark Ryland. Uh, I saw a play with him once, and he came out, and he wasn't gonna to have photos or anything. And he walked past me, and I went, "Can I just say, Mr. Ryland, I thought you were absolutely fantastic." And he went, "Oh, would you like a photo?" I was like, yes, please. No. <laughs> so, um, if you want to, if guys, if you ever go to a stage door, if you ever go to a film set, like our, like our good friends going to sneak onto the Obi-Wan film set, just tickle their ego and, and you can get anything. Trust me. An actor loves a tickled ego. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> looks like I'm, looks like I'm headed to Hollywood, everybody. <laughs> there we go. some autograms. <laughs> That could be a documentary series, Vader in Hollywood, tickling egos. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> tickling egos with Vader. <laughs> ah. Oh, that sounds nice. You know what I'm like saying? <laughs> so uh, in the film right now, we've just had the betrayal. We've got uh, the Crimson, or what was it called? The Crimson something, the, the terrorist group. Uh, the Crimson Hound. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what it is. But uh, we've had the portrayal by um, oh, by Beckett's character. And, uh, yeah, anytime soon, we're about to find out who the big bad is behind all of this, which some of you may know, some of you won't. Um, mm-hmm. It has been mentioned already by one of our listeners, but that's fine. I, I tried to cough over it. <laughs> Um, but um, it might have snuck through but uh, we're going to hit a few more ditties just to get up to date and then uh, we're going into the last act now here we go blew his mind as much as it did me (laughs) (laughs) oh talking about Beckett's portrayal blew his mind Guido a Guido Guido. he's yellow not blue oh (laughs) Is that Guido's mum? 
Tee shot first. <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to kill my son one day. <laughs> Let me rescue yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, that's the most that's the most disgusting thing that I think George Lucas has ever done is include Guido in um, Phantom Menace. Like he's one yes. of the kids that Anakin plays with. That's dark, man. Because we know that he, that he was... ends up like fried. Ah, I was like, wow, <laughs> wow, baby Guido. We know he's we know he's gonna make it through this movie at least. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a really good way of watching Phantom Menace. Just go through and see all those past characters and just see how they die. So you've got Guido. We know that he gets completely fried by Han Solo. You've got Jabba. We know he gets strangled by Princess Leia. We've got the Tusken Raider, third Tusken Raider from the left. We know that he gets beaten up by Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, let's hit another ditty. Solo is... Think about ten years before Rogue One. Ah, there okay, you go. That's what I was ten years before. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Thank you very much. Honestly, there was so many names I had to go through, and then when I got Cassian, I was like, "That's the one." Sick name. Yeah, perfect. yeah, you made a good choice, my friend. That's a perfect name. Um, are I'm you gonna see if just my a son quick question? His name change. <laughs> Just a quick question though: Do you do you, do you call him Cassian or do you call him Cass or like do you shorten it uh, just out of curiosity? I've been in this fight since I was six years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta put your chest in. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. That's that's my French accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was French. Sorry, I thought you it, had is he French. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah, I, little bit. Like, <laughs> I don't know if he's French I don't know I don't, I don't really I don't really understand accents I only really know if they go wee oui, wee oui, bonjour that's how I know that they're French <laughs> I don't really know from uh, from accents but that was that was a good accent I, I, I enjoyed that Vader I, I think that. he's a French actor I think I think Unless that's, that was a fake accent. Yeah. Okay, so we've got um, we've got oh, oh my god, I'm so bad. Now they beat up vision. So yeah, now they're beating up vision. Takira is now. Um, you think that she's turned against um, Han? She hasn't really. She's just killed Vision. Who's not Vision? He's a different character. We're just calling him Vision because obviously we're still. Uh, in Vision, um, One Division mode, but Drayden Voss um, has been murdered. He's like the boss guy of this crimson, crimsonness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we think that obviously, I mean, we never see her again. We, we possibly could see her again, maybe in a solo sequel, which doesn't necessarily. Um, that, see, that's why I didn't like her. It, like she didn't really fit in because. You figure somebody with this big an impact on Han Solo's life, everybody in the Star Wars universe, you know, pops back up. It's a, it's a huge universe, but for some reason, the same people are always, always find themselves coming back to each other. But she never shows back up. Well, I think she might have fallen into a portal somewhere and turned up in Westeros, and now she's just. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Now with her killing, yeah. with her killing him, does that mean that she, that Kira, is more powerful than Wanda? She just killed Vision. I'm just saying. Yeah, and she's not upset about it. Yeah. So definitely, right. <laughs> okay, so let's get through these messages before the big bit, before the big reveal happens. Here we go. FYI, the uh, the village is Little Marlow in Buckinghamshire. Uh, probably not too far from where you are. Well, maybe you, Vader, but uh, not you. Ah, okay. Keith, Little you can go, go, go steal I something. I haven't worn my camouflage for a long time, so that's actually a really good idea. I'll just <laughs> you know, start stealing some problems and sell them on eBay. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll, I'll send you a picture of a tied up and gagged you and McGregor and you'll be like no I didn't mean him <laughs> what did you do you accidentally get the stunt double wrong one okay yeah <laughs> but Bowen McGregor <laughs> Bowen McGregor damn it okay that w- when you first watched um Solo, were you really shocked by this moment? So we've just we're about to have the big reveal of the big bad, and it is uh, Darth Maul. Oh, what right here? What did you think? I stood up. I stood up in my in the theater and was like, "What?" Yeah, (laughs) I I I, I, I didn't even put it together that he could even be involved. And then I was like, at first, I didn't think it was really him. And then right there, that's where I was like, yeah, that's him. Yeah. I mean, when he stood up and he's got, like, no legs, and you're like, yeah, that's Darth <laughs> So the, it was around this time that we were also hearing about, like, the possibility of an Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi series. So I thought that this was going to tie in with that. Because if you think about it, there's no better villain for an Obi-Wan series than Darth Maul because there's a lot of history there. And I know yeah. the Clone Wars did did a storyline with uh, with um, Darth Maul, which I'm not entirely sure whether the films will acknowledge as canon. I hope they do. But I, I would have thought that Darth Maul would have been a better... Because if you think, this is probably running... Oh, I don't know. Probably... Hmm... I, I think this is probably about around the same time or maybe before um, Solo, the Obi-Wan series, is going to be set because, obviously, you know, Obi-Wan needs to be a bit well, older because he's an old man in A New Hope. Yeah, so this is this is like way before the Obi-Wan series. Yeah. So this is maybe 10 years before A New Hope. And the Obi-Wan series yeah. is probably going to be another 10, like maybe 20 years before A New Hope. So, yeah, I yeah. wonder, is it going to cover? I mean, because I heard it's only going to be, I heard like four episodes. So, it's going to cover like him landing on Tatooine, like an episode, you know, you know, babysitting Luke, a little adventure, <laughs> and then the, the, and then the wind up or, or, you know, the, the wrap up. Or I, I wonder how they're going to, how they're going to do it because there's, there's so much they got to put into this to really make it good. Well, I think. Well, I think with the four four episodes, you said. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard it started the out six, episodes. but they cut it down to four. I reckon that there'll probably be um, 
maybe 90 minute episodes. So that would make up a six oh. hour series. Okay. Or, okay. Yeah. Or, make, or even if they make up, even if they're like hour long episodes, that's still four hours. You know, that's still, you know, two Star Wars movies back to back, isn't it? So you can tell quite a yeah. lot of story. Takira has just stolen the big uh, yacht ship that me and Vader both like, and now she's leaving uh, to go and do Darth Maul's bidding as the queen of the Crimson mm. blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, and he's like, oh, bye, see you. So, obviously, it would be nice to it would be nice to see this story revisited, because you know, it, it is a little bit of a a hanging thread, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What happens you know, to her? You know, I mean, yeah. something. And what's this? And what's all this malarkey going on with Darth Maul? We just don't know. Just don't mm. know. See, that yeah. could be a series. Well, what if? What well, if Darth Maul had him another apprentice? You know what I'm saying? He was training him and and you know building his little empire. You know what I'm saying? Behind uh, yeah. all behind the scenes of everything, and she, he 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 could still pop out somewhere. He might just be immortal. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just don't. I'm sure that one of the rebels, one of these rebels that Han's now going to be helping out. I'm sure one of them looks like the guy from uh, Rogue One, but I'll I'll have to confirm that. Oh, Warwick Davis. There we go. Another. You think he's been in every single Star Wars movie from Return of the Jedi? That's incredible. Thank you. Oh, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's hit these uh, messages before we get to the end. Well, as I said, he's five months old, so uh, we just call him Baby. That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> that's cute. I love that. Assalamualaikum, motherfuckers. How y'all doing? Uh, hey, I totally missed Marvel Mondays. I don't know where I was. I don't know what I was doing. Damn it. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Vader, Keith, what's up, guys? Hi, Afronaut. <laughs> yeah, you Afronaut. missed Marvel Monday. It's not as if you don't know what day of the week it's on. It's called Bloody Marvel Mondays, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my friend. Diego Luna. I think he's Mexican. He's in uh, Narcos, Mexico as well. Oh, he's Mexican. He's not French. He's what? <laughs> no. Are we talking about Cassian? Yeah. But but that was a French accent, wasn't it? Je ne sais pas. <laughs> May we? <laughs> May we? we? <laughs> okay, I love the fact that, that you know Han and Chewie have gone through this like life journey. And Lando is still just sitting, playing uh, cards with his friends and, you know, not really giving a shit. <laughs> like, where did you go, bumhole? <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, this is the bit, this is the moment that needed to happen to get them the, uh, the Millennium Falcon. So, Millennium, yes. loving that. Okay, let's hit some dick. Yeah, I was... Just, I was trying to Google that as I saw it. The, one of them rebels looks like, you know, the one with the mask looks like the one from Rogue One. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think it is the one from Rogue One that's on the planet. Um, I think he dies on the planet when the uh, when the Death Star destroys it at the beginning or in the first sort of uh, 
30 minute. Yeah, I think it definitely was. Bro, how could you not tell Diego Luna it was Hispanic? That he is not a Frenchman. What? But the character, we, the character had a we, French we. accent. I'm just saying. We. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, one hundred percent. He's a Mexican actor, Diego Luna. He's uh, he's also in the Terminal with Tom Hanks. We, well, I, I, I hereby grant him UK citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> or Parisian, Parisian citizenship. Right. <laughs> Because he's he's French, but there, there wasn't French. a there wasn't a Spanish accent he was using though. I'm just saying. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so we've got the card game going on now between uh, Lando Sabak. and Han. Yes, uh, to win the Millennium Falcon, and obviously Han wins. So now he is on board the Millennium Falcon with Chewie, and this is um, obviously the classic. Uh, pairing uh, that we have these two in the ship. What? Come on. Diego Luna. Luna. That's not French. What? I'm, I'm sure there are Mexican people that live in, in Paris. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I mean, are, are there? Je ne sais pas, mon ami. Je ne sais pas. And there you have it. Look, you've got Chewie, you've got Han Solo flying off in the Millennium Falcon on to new oh. adventures. Will we ever get to see a Solo sequel? Guys, let me know what you think. Uh, we're going to be on here for another five minutes or so. So please do send in your messages. Would you like to see another um, a Solo sequel? In which way would you like these characters to be brought back in? I personally would like to see them maybe in... Um, in a series, maybe something like the Obi Wan yeah. series. What do you think? Yeah, Han and Chewie series. I think that would work good. If you ever see like the, do you ever watch any of the fan Star Wars fan the, the the clean Star Wars fan films? Yeah, you sent me one, didn't you? That time, and I watched that. That was excellent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they could do something like that, where it's just you know standalone adventures. Yeah, yeah. that would be epic. Epic. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's one of, one of my favorite things anytime there's a point of contention that <laughs> leaves your mouth, Vader. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> you remind me of uh, Skip and Shannon. Skip. Skip. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I just <laughs> that's 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 been Vader's catchphrase since he's been on stereo, like since the nineties. Right. Absolutely. I'll be selling merch soon. I'm getting merch ready. <laughs> yeah, you originated that. Okay. Um, yes. Thank you so much for everyone who's left messages today. By the way, thank you so much. Um, yeah, really, really good fun. I really love these Star Wars rewatches and getting to talk with uh, the likes of Starburns and Vader about these movies because um, it's just really interesting to hear a fan's perspective and obviously hear some background to uh, 
of idioms, which I know for a fact that Bader is the master of knowing uh, comics and books. Um, so, yes, thank you very much. Let's hit these last couple of ditties whilst the credits... And roll. no, we're definitely not getting a solo sequel. I personally felt that Solo would have been great as a series. Um, you know, like everything that they that they mashed into this film, I think would have been great. You know, showing like you know him kind of working you know with like the Empire and this and that, and being the scoundrel like person that he is, and then him and uh, Kira's like adventure too. Um, meeting Woody Harrelson's characters, like those all could have been individual episodes, and could have you know later episodes ended with. Like him then meeting Chewie and then, you know, venturing off. Like, I think it would have worked way better as a series. I 100% yeah, agree. That it would have been, mm-hmm. been great. A 10 episode, 10 episode, it could have been a one off series, 10 episodes, Han Solo from, you know, when, you know, wherever they want to start him, you know, leaving, if they did it right, you know, leaving Kashyyyk or, you know, leaving his family to, to finally getting a hold of the Millennium Falcon. If they did they stretch it out to ten episodes, man, they could have really developed that character. Cause you didn't get to see really the scoundrel Han Solo in this. You know what I'm saying? You got glimpses some, of it, but yeah. There were some good uh one liners. Yeah. Were quite funny and enjoyable. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. Uh we didn't get to see him like fully developed in this film. But I honestly I honestly think that um, whilst developing this movie, uh, they did have maybe a trilogy in mind, you know, or maybe future installments of uh, Solo's adventures. But yeah, unfortunately, if it had done good, <laughs> for me, I think the biggest crime that they committed was when they released the movie. They should have released it at Christmas. It would have been a smash hit. Yes, it would have been uh, released opposite. Uh, Mary Poppins returns, but you know everyone's going to go and watch Star Wars, aren't they? So yeah, yeah, they made a boo-boo. they made a boo boo. But you're right. Let's hit these last couple of dits, guys, whilst the credits roll. Personally, I don't think they need to do a uh, sequel for Solo. Um, why? Mm. Okay, we want to know. I'm, I, I yeah, get what? I get lost in the in the galaxy. I get lost in it, and I want to see these adventures keep going because we know we know that they we know there's like a whole life that they're living. You know what I'm saying? And I want to see you know what's going on. It's always an adventure, and I and, you know when it ends, I feel like I'm missing I'm missing part of that next adventure. So yeah, I, I would Did love if they, if everything is off into a series. Yeah, could you see it done in a, in another medium? Could you see it done maybe uh, in a comic or as a novel or something like that? Would that satisfy you enough, or do you would you like to see it on the big screen? See, I want to see. I want to see it on the screen. I mean, I like the books, uh, but I, I I think I think it would be better received, and I think we're bringing in more people to do it. You know, on film, and they could even do it uh, like an animated version. You know what I'm saying, and it, I think it would still it would still hold up. If yeah, you see no, the animated adventures of Han Solo or the animated adventures of Luke building the Jedi, uh, build getting the Je- his new Jedi temple built up, mm-hmm. I think it, I think it could work. 
I've always yeah, well, said what, that what, I, what, I would be happy what, if they remade the the sequels as uh as animated, you know, just made the sequels legends and then redid it all, you know, an animation and and, and I would be <laughs> super happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, um film companies and TV companies don't like to admit that maybe they made a mistake and go back and remake things. We saw that with the uh the Game of Thrones petition to, to remake the last series, they were like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, absolutely. I don't, I personally don't think you need to remake the first two. I think you just need to re- remake the last one. Really? Yeah. You, I mean, okay, let's not talk. Okay. We're gonna talk about this a lot over the coming weeks. But personally, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it. I actually quite enjoyed Last Jedi. Alright. Really? One thing oh. I was gonna say earlier, I asked you if you'd seen the comments. Um spoiler alert, so I'll give a couple of seconds before I say this. Okay, here we go. Um you mentioned about Solo meeting Chewbacca. In my opinion, it's not as good as when Ahsoka meets Chewbacca in Clone Wars. Ah. Mm. Thank you. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Was this depiction of Solo meeting, uh, meeting Chewbacca better than the Clone Wars version? Of um, a sucker meeting, yeah. Of when a sucker. No, meet, I think I think I think this is, I think this is better actually. Okay. I'm trying to say, uh, David, thank you. Yeah, David's been an amazing contributor to the show, so I just want to say a massive thank you to him. Uh, yeah, for big up coming in and getting Yeah, massive big up to you. Um, okay. Yeah, exactly. No scoundrel solo. Um, and the actor, I forgot his name, Brandon something. I'm probably terribly wrong. Um, I, I hate that when you, you know, someone is a part of what is then deemed bad production, you know, or a bad piece of film. Uh, those actors and writers sometimes lose a lot of work. And you kind of hate to see that because I did like him as, as a young solo. I thought he was great as a young Han Solo, a very yeah. different Han Solo. Not necessarily for, I think, the existing Star Wars fans that are expecting Woody Harrelson because he is simply not that. Um, but I, I would like to see more of a stretched out Star Wars story that isn't, uh, or a solo story that isn't, you know, everything that we already have in the existing Star Wars films. Um, just, uh, you know, him younger being fleshed out, I think would have been way, 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 way better. And then, like you said, 10 episodes would have been great. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. I'll do it. It's like they're in a hurry to get content out for some reason. Yeah, they were they were riding the wave, weren't they? You know, and, yeah. and even um, at the time when they released the film and it didn't do too well, I think Disney put it down to uh, Star Wars fatigue. Well, yeah, yeah, much. they tried to use that, but there's never too much yeah. Star Wars, never. No, if it's not if it's done correctly, I mean the film hasn't sort of really hurt his career. He's done quite a few films 
uh, since um, Solo. He was also did a TV show called Brave New World, uh, which is based on the novel. He was the lead in that. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't done like terribly um, from the backlash of Solo. But hopefully, fingers crossed, at some point, we do get to see him back in that role. And, uh, you know, just bringing maybe that scoundrel into it, because I do agree with you guys that that was uh, what was missing. So, yes. Do you remember when Ahsoka gets taken to that planet where they all have to survive from them gangs of people trying to kill them? And then that's when you see Chewbacca. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I re- I remember it. I just, uh, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, it's like I knew it was coming, so maybe, maybe that's why it, did, it didn't really hit me because I knew I knew it was about to happen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen all of Clone Wars. I've watched sporadic episodes here. What? <laughs> you haven't seen uh, all of Clone Wars? Well, I've seen all of them, but like just like sporadically, like not like sat down and watched them back to back. Like I've watched season one and then a couple of years later, I watched season two and three. So it's just been like a little bit sporadic Ooh. for me. So remembering oh. moments of Clone Wars. Um, yeah. Sorry. Life was oh. happening around that time. <laughs> what's more important life and, and enjoying your family and friends or Star Wars make a choice <laughs> there you go um, Last Jedi was hot shit complete trash um, I I mean lost opportunities for actors and them trying to shove shove down our throats you know having Having a you know multi you know cultural cast and just the whole stuff that followed and Ryan Johnson fucking ruining hyperspeed hyperspeed for us um, a, a lackluster love interest story it just uh, it was a marvel for sure it was absolutely beautiful to watch um, uh, just it just. It just was not great. That was not a. That was not good storytelling. That that movie. It was not. Absolutely not. It was weak. It was weak as fuck. It was. It was. It was fucking. Dude, that shit. That movie was weaker than baby shit. Yeah, wow, I, I call him North. Rain Johnson. <clears throat> yeah, Rain Johnson, because he rained on my parade. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Astronaut, can you get? Can you get off the fence, please? <clears throat> what are you, Switzerland? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? God, get off the fence. <laughs> really annoys me when people just can't make, you know, just don't say how they really feel. Yeah. <laughs> but on my previous statement, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you need to copyright that, Vader. You're probably, you're losing you know? so much money because you haven't copyrighted right. it. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to get the trademark. <laughs> Yeah, TM, TM. Yeah, it's been good, man. I um, I, I put the film on as well at the same time. And uh, Vader, I first spoke to you a few weeks ago, actually. You were talking to someone and you were telling the story about the uh, woman who thought you were a devil worshipper because of the 66 in your name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. 
Yes, people yeah, don't understand the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vader's, a, Vader's an absolute diamond. You are an absolute diamond. You, you know we love you, Million. Me and Richie are your biggest fans. I'm over here blushing now. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Keith, I'm going to fly to you. I hope you can fight, man. <laughs> no, that's my niece. She's watching <laughs> fucking YouTube. <laughs> I can't stand y'all, man. <laughs> I'll fight you. Put them up. Put them up. <laughs> I'll put a cap in your bum. Or whatever it is, I don't know what they're saying. He's up there bare knuckle brawling. I can see. <laughs> Rip your shirt off, you're all tatted up. <laughs> yeah. Got Millennium Falcon, Millennium Falcon tattooed on my nipple. Right. <laughs> Empire life tattooed across your stomach. <laughs> yeah. Yoda flipping the bird on my on my right hip. Absolutely. Right. Well, I think we've done really well. I mean, the, the film flew by. Yeah, it always yeah, does. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Star Wars. But yeah, I mean, it's like so we just started. It's already over. It was so good. I'm just saying. But I'm just yeah. saying. I'm, well, I'm mad at the story, not the actors. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely understand that. But I'm going to hit these last two messages, guys, and then it is au revoir from uh, me and Mr. Vader sixty six. No, I think you should take a beating for not seeing all the Clone Wars, man. <gasps> all right, all right. Just saying. Bring it on. Bring, I... it, bring it on. Just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, guys. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll jokes aside. Hey, yesterday I uh, spontaneously went and got a uh, Boba Fett helmet tattooed on my the top of my hand. You guys should check it out on my Instagram. It's pretty dope, and I'm really happy to have it. <laughs> the top oh, of his nice. head? Did you see the top of his head? Oh, and oh, I see it. That is nice. That is nice. Okay. Okay. Wow. When I'm a little jealous. When you beat when you beat me, I'm going to get an imprint of uh, Boba Fett. That's cool. You can hit me twice. Once on each cheek. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant! Yeah, that looks cool, dude. Like that. Like that a lot. Vader, mm. thank you so much. I've had a great time. This has been incredible. And thank you very much for your insights and for joining me on a Star Wars story. It's been epic. Oh, thank you for having me here. This has been a whole mess of fun. Hey, I needed the last yeah. good time. I'll tell you what. Oh, this is great. This is great. <laughs> but you, you got to add the Clone Wars to your rewatch. I tell you what though I have just watched all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've just watched all of Agent Carter so I've just been doing the Marvel stuff at the moment but I promise you, I promise you by the summer I will have rewatched all of Clone Wars all of Rebels all of Resistance, I'll, I'll watch them all back to back, I promise you and I, I, I can watch I have really good concentration so I could probably watch 24 hours of a TV show and not get bored <laughs> Oh, so, nice. uh, yeah, yeah. I promise you, I promise you, I'll do an epic rewatch of uh, Clone Wars. Epic. Epic. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you very much, my dear. You have a lovely day or evening. Well, you do. And I'll speak and I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you very much for joining us. And may the force be with you. And with you, my friend. Cheerio. Bye, everybody. Shut this off.